all bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? Hello. I'm David. I'm Rachel. And this is All Bad Things. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. And you can follow us at... I think I want to make you do it. No. Like you, <laughs> you're better at it. Insta, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitch at All Bad Things Pod. Email us allbadthingspod at gmail.com. Join our Facebook discussion group and our Discord. Do all of those things. See, it's much better when you do it. You could learn it. I could. You could patter it. Uh, maybe. Maybe we'll come up with my own one of these days but it's <laughs> probably not going to be anytime soon so welcome to another episode um we are doing another listener script um but yes. before but before okay. we get into that <laughs> what are we drinking tonight i am drinking a blue moon mango wheat those are pretty good i think they're better than the regular ones to me like they're a regular sweeter, blue moon. sweeter and fruitier see i didn't think it was i thought it was a little bit more bitter Mm-mm. No, the regular Not ones, you? I think, are more hmm. bitter. How about that? <laughs> How about that? I, of course, am drinking the finest local national national local beer <laughs> on the market. Yes, indeed. So cheers to that. Mm-hmm. So, about this week's episode, mm-hmm. this is something that I kind of knew about. Mm-hmm. kind of remember when it happened. Not, I don't really remember any of the details, other than a, a few. But uh, I'd watched a documentary on this thing, and I was mm-hmm. just like, what a fucking crazy story. Mm-hmm. And because it had happened so recently, I'm like, somebody must have suggested it. Probably, uh-huh. probably several people. Yes. In fact, I should look that up. Hold on. I think I, I can open that real quick. But uh, you were like, oh, no, somebody sent us a script about it. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay. Even better. Now I don't have to do the research. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. I'm sure people have. Yeah. Yes, Emily and George, okay. along with the author of this script. Yes, who is uh, who is Bethany? That's correct. Thank you very much for your scripts. And Bethany did advise that we pre-read it because they wrote it. I'm sorry, I'm saying they. I didn't ask Bethany their pronouns, but um, uh, because just in case that's wrong, but uh, they were like pre-read it because I, I wrote it kind of late at night or something like that. And of course, we're not pre-reading. It. I perused it just you, to see if it you pre-perused it just if just to see if it had certain things in there that i that i did definitely want to talk about and it did so i was like i'll just leave it as it is <laughs> so hey sometimes when you just write something on the fly it's better that way uh-huh. i mean i've definitely done it hosting this show several times there's like, a uh what am i trying to say like a a sense of of the momentness yeah a little bit like <laughs> sometimes know? sometimes there there have been times where it's like well, I guess I'm spending eight hours on a Saturday to bang this out because we because <laughs> we have to do it tonight. Otherwise, <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> otherwise we can't. Otherwise, we can't get it done. We're still getting listener scripts in though, which is amazing. Yes. Never you guys stop. keep us never stop, never stopping. <laughs> That's right. Please don't because it's so helpful. Uh, once the semester is over for um, grad school and this round of training at work is done, I'll feel a lot more freed up. But then, of course, I'll keep working on completely redecorating and reconfiguring this room. <laughs> Hopefully to turn it into a more functional space, including for recording. 
Yes, once I uh, complete Horizon 2 Forbidden West, mm-hmm. I, will then, I will then move on to uh, Ghost of Tsushima. So I, my plate will be continue to be full as far as streaming goes. And please, if you are interested in video game streaming, hanging out with me, come check, come check it out sometime. Oh, you want to... Oh, TikTok, Twitch. I did say Twitch. it before. Yes. <laughs> At All Bad Things Pod. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, do you want to plug it? And then I'm like, wait, I plug it every time at the top of the show. Yes. <laughs> and uh, this is our 247th? 48th. I know. We're coming up on 250. I don't know what to do. I, I don't either. <laughs> so. I, I got nothing. <laughs> so, so audience, be prepared for a subpar 250th episode. <laughs> Kind of what's kind of what it's looking like right now. <laughs> we did good for the two hundredth. Uh, we we did very well, well almost a year ago. Oh my god, that's crazy! <sighs> and uh, if you want us to stream our two hundred fiftieth episode, we got to figure out a way to catch to the audio it. at the same time. Well, that's the well, thing. Record the audio yes, at the same time. That's what I mean. Yeah. So, if that's something you're interested in, maybe we can do it audio and then do it again live who knows <laughs> we'll do it live okay. again we'll, we'll do it live uh, once more or like uh i don't know i don't know literally don't know and we have to figure it out within two weeks so that should be fun yes we do or so, maybe if you can figure it out we'll do it uh yeah i, I wouldn't count on that <laughs> <laughs> but we both know what the topic is because you had mentioned it and because you wanted to know if anyone yes. had and i'm glad you did because it would have sucked if you'd have done all the research and then, and then here's the and then here's the script, script. Yeah. sitting there i wonder if that's happened yet Mm-mm. no i mean not that i'm aware of okay i mean i know i don't do the best track of keeping track of list or the best at keeping track of listener scripts but i don't think it's happened yet so Bethany's sources are the oh, wonderful... Well, what, what is the topic? Well, the, the topic, sorry, is the Costa Concordia. <laughs> That's right. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, that was funny. Bethany's sources, well, they, they see the title, and so I, you know... I know, and we both know it, yeah. but still. I think that's why I didn't say anything. It's because we both know what it is. Yes, but still. Yeah. So what the sources... Somebody no, were blind and didn't... Very true. So the sources are for Bethany... Uh, the Wonderful World of Wikipedia. Blah, blah, blah. World? The Wonderful World? The Wonderful World of Wikipedia. That's not easy to say. Encyclopedia Britannica Online, BBC articles, documentary caught on camera, The Wreck of the Costa Concordia. Is that what you watched? Which is what I watched. Okay. And, I, and I, watched an, I watched another one, too. Okay. Yes. The uh, I watched like a... Um, a reaction video to a different documentary, and it was okay. it was pretty... It wasn't funny, per se, but you know what I mean. Was it um, Hassan? Mm-mm. No, it was another. Uh, I can't remember. It, it, was, it was a British Hassan guy. Minaj. That is not that's, his name. That's uh, somebody was, that was on the Daily Show. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's I was I, like, was it? Am I thinking of Nicki Minaj? No. Anyway, um, was this like 2012, 2013? 2012. 2012. Yes. Okay. It was on the 13th of January, mm. 2012, mm. just before my 15th birthday. I'm kidding. But um. <laughs> <laughs> You looked at me like, what? I'm like, what are you even saying? Uh, your 15th, uh, that would be your... Plus 20. 35th yeah. birthday. Yeah. I'll let the people at home do the math. <laughs> well, we, I just did it. No, I, no. Don't, don't hear her. And we didn't know each other yet. Uh, we did not. It was like no, a year and a half. We would, I was going to say we would not meet for yeah, yeah. And, yeah. That's interesting. I should have known when the year started out with the Costa Concordia that that would be what my life would be like for that year. 
pretty much mine, <laughs> mine too. Terrible and two thousand thirteen. Yes. No, twenty thirteen well, was better. I'm, I'm saying before we met. Before we met, yeah, I gotcha. Anyway, I'm sure everybody at home was very interested in that. Anyway. <laughs> So the uh, Costa Concordia hit a reef of rock off the coast of the Italian island of Giglio. Now, just in case anybody doesn't know, the Costa Concordia was a ship. It was a cruise ship. A cruise cruise liner. ship. Okay. Yes. A Specifically a cruise fucking ship. Fucking gigantic. Really? Yes. She does get into the detail okay, about gotcha. it. Okay, um, Because that's what I was, one of the things I was making sure of. So the resulting capsizing of the ship ended with the unnecessary death of 34 people oh. and the injury of 64 others. Hmm. So... the I mean, it does have, obviously, a tragic tale, mm-hmm. but this is one of those stories that ju- the... It should have never happened. How it happens yeah. is <clears throat> almost like a comedy routine. It's just yeah. like it's just like you keep putting people in places that constantly make bad decisions, Yeah. and ultimately that results in the death of 34 people. Well, that's how management works, David, didn't you know? That's basically yes. <laughs> no shade to any managers who are listeners, but... It's in many places, it appears, that uh, the people who fail up end up in management. At this point, it appears to be at least whatever. <laughs> it appears to be whoever wants the job because nobody wants nobody to really... Nobody wants to be a management. That's no. true. And having been in management at yeah. the ripe old age of 23... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it's something I never want to aspire to again. You don't say that in the interview, obviously. Like, oh yeah, I want to be a man. But in the background, I'm like, yeah, fuck that. No, I... Like, unless you're paying me like 200 grand. I, right. Like, I'll do it for that. But if you're going to pay me... I'm not sure you could pay me enough. I'm not sure you could either. Yeah. You would have to hit me with like a million dollars. Then I'd be like, yes, I am selling my soul. Yeah. I'll do it for a year and then quit. <laughs> I actually, I can't complain. And this is literally, like legitimately, I, I have no beef with my manager right now they're great no issues at all um i am also represented by a union there you go and so somebody else literally takes on that beef for you that's right if should there be one um and i would never since i'm one of the few people in the united states who can be a member of an actual union uh, with with authority influence and power you know like an actual effective union i would never want to give that up yeah, I, by becoming a manager. I must so, be, yeah, I, I'm sure it it's nice. It is very nice. It is very nice. I enjoy it very much. Hey, uh, what's uh, Amazon just got a union mm-hmm. in Staten Island? Good for them. I heard that. That's huge, great. Huge is that victory. the first union, or is it, there's been a few? I'm not sure. Because I know Starbucks employees are also. Oh, I thought you meant as far as Amazon goes. As far as no, Amazon I mean goes. It as far as Amazon goes. It, yeah. I'm not sure, but I, I'll, what I do know is that it's a major victory. It is. Yeah, I'm glad that labor is having a. A, a moment, moment. <laughs> exactly. Yes, and uh, remember, they, we we as the I'm workers. I'm pretty right. sure there aren't any trust fund babies listening to any of these. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Probably not. There might be one. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Um, I do have an email I want to read in this episode, but we'll wait till the end. Okay. So the Costa Concordia was owned by a subsidiary of the Carnival Cruise Lines. Oh, so like the Italian arm of Carnival or something? Something like that, yeah. The Costa Crociere. I didn't want to try to pronounce it, so I just called it Crociere. Or Crociere. It depends on what language that's It's essentially, this is Italy's arm of Carnival Cruise Lines, is essentially what it seems like to me. Well, that makes sense that like one big conglomerate would own. Carnival is a a global Uh uh, entity. I mean, they got got shit tons of money Mm -hmm. when the pandemic happened. Yeah, like the, the cruise industry yeah. did. 
Because obviously nobody was nobody. taking cruises. Well, remember there was that uh, COVID ship? Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Jeez, like two years ago. There was probably a couple of them. We only know. Oh, I'm we, sure. We've only the other but ones they were just the barely ones made who headlines. Weren't allowed to dock. Remember mm -hmm. that? Yes, that I do remember shitty. that. They were out at fucking sea for like a month longer than oh, they had. That's wild. Yeah. Um, I've never been on Carnival. People like pissing off the balcony yeah. and shit like that because really the, there was no. Yeah. Um, I've never been on Carnival. I was on a Norwegian cruise. The one cruise I took was Norwegian. I have never been on a cruise, and I think at this point, like, unless I'm After getting... COVID, I'm not sure I ever want to be. At this point, like, unless I'm getting, like, a presidential suite, which right. I'm mm -hmm. not going to get because I'm sure I can't afford it. Like, mm -hmm. I don't really... Have an interest not in Not really. It, yeah. No. Like, if, if I was 25, yes. Uh-huh. At 45 at this point, I'm like, eh... It's novel. It's, it's like I'd rather, I'd rather just I'd rather just go out on a boat, right? Just somebody's well, boat. But I'll tell you, that's not the the feeling that you get of being like literally water. Only, you can only see water and nothing else and nobody else. It would be kind of weird. It is a little weird. It's a little creepy, but yeah. it's also kind of cool. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I mean, and it's but also a, like dangerous in the sense of like if this well, fucking thing goes down. Yeah. It, there's not a huge chance of that happening no. unless you get this captain, apparently. But um, <laughs> then there's a decent. <laughs> there's at least like a one percent chance of learn. it happening. Um, but it, and and it's an interesting way to island hop, you know, because uh, that's the cruise. That is like the Caribbean that is cruise. like the thing I've thought about. Like if they were docking like every twelve hours, which I, I doubt. No, they, do. they dock every day, right? Typically, but if they're or every two days, like then I would consider it because I'd uh -huh. want to be. At the places where they're where they're right. mm -hmm. landing. Now they do land in the touristy areas of everywhere. I'm sure they do, mm -hmm. but I'm sure you can still. But I'm sure touristy. you can still find some like cool things to do, and maybe not. Who knows? Anyway, mm -hmm. we're moving on. <laughs> so the Casa Concordia is, is owned by a subsidiary of, okay. of Carnival Cruise Line. So the ship was the first ordered by the company for a new class of sister ships. Concordia class of ships were intended to be the largest and most luxur luxurious cruise ships built in Italy. The new flagship of the Costa Cruise Line was ordered in 2004 from Fane Cantieri, an Italian shipbuilder, and was built in the Sestri Ponente shipyard in Genoa. Genoa. Is it Genoa? I believe so, like Genoa Salami. Sure. Oh, okay. All right. So, but, I mean, a, that, either way, it's pretty close. Get this. Huh. At 114,137 gross tons. Oh, jeez. The ship was indeed one of the biggest built in Italy, until Costa decided that bigger was better and had the 130,000 gross ton dream class of cruise liners built. On the I, can't, I can't even fathom those weights. You know? I kind of can because I work in large manufacturing. Uh-huh. Like, what I do would take, to come up with that much weight, would take almost a whole year. Of, like, production yes. to yep. create that much... Yes. Wow. That much tonnage. Yeah. Which is what it's called. No, no. Yes, tonnage. Uh-huh. Well, I imagine it took them a while to build the ship, yeah. too. <laughs> oh, yeah. So on the 2nd of September, 2005, the hull of the ship was launched off Dydrock into the water, where work would you continue. Said, you said Dydrock. Did I? Yes. Dry dock? <laughs> into the water, <clears throat> where work would continue on the interior. A customary... Okay, this part, yes. Oh, a customary champagne bottle was released yep. by an Italian Czech model named Eva Herzegova. I mean, Is she huge. a big model? Oh, yeah. Okay. Back in this time, yes. And this is the christening that there's always a woman you, who... Or just 
somebody who breaks the champagne traditionally bottle. it's a yes. woman is it a woman i believe so yeah, okay traditionally i it's thought a it woman. was traditionally the captain that did it no i believe it's traditionally okay. a woman and either the namesake or the or just a figurehead it's like the uh, being miss Grant, you know the the one who like escorts everybody off the stage at the grammys or something i don't know it's it's like a figurehead thing so what happened so the bottle failed to break when it swung against the hull, that which is happen. a bad omen, according to sailors' yes, lore. Yes, I've heard of that. The champagne brutal mm-hmm. bottle broke on the second attempt, however, and construction on the interior continued. So already, so it, it just got—it's just like <laughs> it was born hmm. under a bad sign. <laughs> it's like, should we launch? Like, should we just throw a party on the ship while it's docked dock. first? Like, have that be the first, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, the similarities between this and Titanic are... Uh-huh. Did that happen at, for the Titanic, too? I That part I don't know about. Oh, okay. This is going to happen on its maiden voyage. Yes. Oh, it's I didn't the, know that it was its maiden voyage. It's the big... I think... Oh, we haven't gotten to that part yet. Uh, I believe it is. Okay, well, I guess we'll find out. Anyway. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, okay. It's not. Okay. I was thinking of something else. Okay. You were thinking of Titanic, probably. No, but I was thinking of... An, <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway. Upon delivery on June 30th, 2006, the Concordia was 290.20 meters long, or in freedom units. I love that. <laughs> I believe Free- Bethany is non-US. <laughs> she's gotta be if she put that in sure. there. That's pretty I, I fucking funny. I think Bethany has told me where, where she's from, but I that's don't freedom remember. freedom units. No shit. That's probably, you know what, internationally, maybe that's what people... Like, call it, and we don't even know. They should. They should dog on the United States whenever humanly possible. Yes. Because we suck. It's like, when (laughs) I lived in Rochester, New York, which was Mm -hmm. for about five years, about the shittiest five years of my life, it sucked. Anyway, but Rochester is about a four-hour drive from where I grew up, Mm -hmm. and a decent-sized city. Yes, uh uh-huh. And it's also close. It's an hour's drive from Buffalo, which is another decent-sized city. Mm -hmm. I didn't know until I lived there, like... You know, because this is the time where people first had, like, you could see who's calling, like, on your actual phone. Oh, caller ID. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, there was a joke. Oh, it's a 315-er calling. Oh, that's your, that's yours. I grew up in the 315 area Uh code when, that was my first taste of, like, oh, these people, like, from this part of the state think us from the upstate were a bunch of, like, hicks and stuff like that. And I'm like, like, they're right for the most part. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, I didn't know that they dogged on us like this. You know? Be like, oh, three one five are calling, and be like, mm-hmm. and I, I would never say, of course, like, oh, I'm a three one five, and be like, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I should have kept my three o five number from Miami. Right? So, <laughs> back to the size of the freaking ship. Yeah, two hundred ninety meters. You said. Uh, yes, two hundred ninety point two zero meters long, or in freedom units, yeah. nine hundred fifty two feet. One inch, so nine hundred fifty-two feet, feet. That would be three football, three and a half football fields. Wow, that's how long. The, that's, I, that's a big ship. Huge. I mean, cruise ships are. I mean, like the they big are. cruise ships mm-hmm. are very large. They are. It is that. Uh, that is something I will say is very neat about a cruise ship. Like you're walking into a like a self-contained city. city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on water, and that is really interesting. And there, I watched a documentary i think it was on hulu or something that was like how a ship runs and a cruise ship runs sure. and they showed all it's the 24/7. shit that goes 
Of well, course. That's the ship yeah, of course it is. Is the below deck stuff. Oh, yeah. Because it has to be. Yeah. It takes that's what's making it run. Hundreds of people. It takes a staff of all the countless time. people. Yeah. The staff is, I think, generally almost as big as like the people on board or like close to it. It's a lot. If you think yeah. about like they showed the laundry facility. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was wild. Yeah. And they make little, um, little like swan swans and stuff out of your washcloths and it's nice touch it's yeah it's it's kind of fun so uh she also had a draft which is the shallowest uh water the ship can be in without hitting the bottom of 8.20 meters or 26 feet 11 inches so okay so it could be it in submerged submerged it needed at least 26 feet to, to be submerged okay without hitting anything okay I'm guessing this is going to be important. Was it run aground? Uh, well, we'll get there. Okay, okay. We, we, we will get there. <laughs> so that means there would be something under the water that could hit starting at 26 feet. Okay. Yep. Yeah. She Which had... makes sense because a huge portion of the ship is under mm-hmm. the water. Yeah. It has to be to hold. Uh-huh. Like it's, wa- it's a weight, they, essentially. They, isn't there a unit of measurement for boats at how much water it displaces? I'm sure I there think is. So. I, I wouldn't. So. I would not doubt it. So she had 13 decks, each named after a country in the European Union. Huh. For example, deck one was Olanda, Holland in, in Italian, so Holland. Oh, okay. Deck two was Svezia, or Sweden, and so forth. Huh. Each of the Concordia sisters could host 3,780 passengers and 1,500 cabins with 1,100 crew members, so it's close. Okay, so About like three, three quarters. Long, yeah. yeah. With 1,100 crew members to keep things running. That is crazy. No, that's like, it's like or, I'm sorry, three yes. to one. Three. Correct. Three passengers to one crew. All of the Concordia sisters came with luxury amenities designed so that passengers could spend their vacation relaxing and participating in various activities. Not something I'd be interested in. Well, that's half of (laughs) what you're supposed to do on a cruise. Like, I don't really want to get to know other people. Like, I'm with people I want to be with, you know? Yeah. Hopefully. Well, no, no, no. It's not necessarily meant to be like, not necessarily. You can if you want to, but not necessarily meant to be like, oh, we all have to get to know each other. Um, It's more like, oh, there's a show every night. Mm, I see. You know, yeah. And then there's, of course, there's the cruise director, who will be as obnoxious as you can imagine a cruise director to be. I'm sure. It's their job to be that way. The Concordia had the world's largest at-sea exercise facility and spa. Oh, wow. Uh, This is in parentheses, not my idea of a relaxing vacation, but to each their own. Hey, I did work out when I went on the cruise, which was more about my body image issues than, Mm. like, being healthy, but, or whatever, but most health-related things, quote-unquote, are just uh, veiled body image concerns, but go ahead. Yes. The spa included a sauna, a Turkish bath, a solarium, and a thalassotherapy pool. Oh, I don't know what a solarium is. I've heard of it. Uh, Thalassotherapy is the use of salted seawater for skin therapy. Okay, like swimming in the Dead Sea. Mm -hmm. That's something I would like to do, actually. Apparently you float. Yes. Like, very easily. Outside the spa, there were four swimming pools. That's crazy. Two sheltered by retractable roofs. Nice. Five jacuzzis in a poolside theater. That, that that'd be kind of cool. Like now, would, there are tons of pools sure. on cruise ships. That's and lazy rivers because you're and, not getting into the middle of the ocean. No. <laughs> because because no. you, you won't get out. In fact, like <laughs> if you want to go into the actual water, you have to yeah. wait till the port. Yeah, and then I was gonna it say. needs to be like an excursion or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm sure you have to be signed off so they know. 
like the ship doesn't take off without you. I'm oh sure yeah, that, you, I'm sure you that like happens. scan in and out. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, they. I think they will leave without you, but that would at suck. least they check you off. Like I can swim to it. I can get to it. Like oh no, I'm drowning. <laughs> well, because they can't just like uh, yeah, it's abandon crazy. the whole yeah. trip just to wait for you. So the Concordia, the Concordia also had five restaurants. Uh, two were by reservation only. Thirteen bars, including a cigar and cognac bar, as well as a coffee and chocolate bar. That's where you'd Ooh, be. Yeah. Definitely would be my favorite. That's what she puts in parentheses. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> for entertainment, there was a massive three-level theater, disco, casino, as well as amenities for children. I'd be at the casino. There are casinos aboard cruise ships because they're in international waters. After most of the free drinks, I'd be at the disco. <laughs> you would not. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> you don't like dancing. That's true. I would, I'd said after all the free drinks, maybe. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> that would be the next logical place for my brain to go at that point. Gotcha. So if we could get you drunk enough, you'd end up. Be like, yes. Are they playing ABBA? I'm I'm fucking there. <laughs> I, I went. Um, Are they playing Heart of Glass by Blondie? <laughs> Fuck yeah. I went on my cruise when I was 19 and still an evangelical Christian. I went with my sister. <laughs> I still have apologized to her as a many years later adult i asked her not to drink on the cruise <sighs> and she obliged because she's a good sister who like knew that i couldn't handle that because i was so fucked up as a kid but uh <laughs> boo on you sarah yeah. no boo yes, on me no, no. i should i should totally you were the day... older you were the older sister you could have smacked that down so easily <laughs> no i what i do is i owe her like a full-blown cruise with all you can drink yeah that's true <laughs> and we'll both drink <laughs> yes so <clears throat> excuse me so now that we know how relaxing it is on board let's check out geography corner Ooh, italy geography corner very fun so this cruise departed from outside rome italy and was traveling to the following ports of call which is where okay, it was going yeah. to dock mm-hmm. uh savona italy marseille france barcelona and palm uh palm de la mallorca Mallorca. Huh? Yep, in Spain. Uh, I know you put all these things into <laughs> Bethany's Ka- like, I know David's <laughs> yes. going to try and read this and look any of it up like Rachel does. Cagliari or Cagliari? Cagliari, I would say, in Sardinia and mm. Palermo, Sicily. So that the- sounds really cool. I'd love to go to all those Yeah, places. I would too. That, that is, That's amazing. Because we're talking like south of France. Oh, yes. I've always wanted. I've always wanted to go to this part of the world. Same. Uh, I would maybe y- not in this boat. <laughs> not in this ship. Well, nobody, literally, nobody can take a ride in this thing anymore. Well, that's true. We will get but... to that. Spoiler alert! Sorry, but I'm pretty <laughs> it sure. Is an episode. Pretty sure from how show. it started, you have a feeling where this is going. Yeah. So, like yeah, how it started, how it's going. Right. <laughs> the meme. So uh, these are all close to the northern shore of the Mediterranean Sea. Yes, Mediterranean. <laughs> The Casa Concordia was under the command at the time of Captain Francisco Schettino. Oh, no. It's, it's... pronounced Schettino, but I, on the uh, on the documentary I watched, uh-huh. the guy kept calling him Schettino. because and that may characterize him. It's just, it's literally better for this person to be called Schettino. Okay. So that's... Francisco that's how, Schettino. That's how uh, thou shall be named okay. throughout. Okay. So he had been a captain with Costa Cruz Lines for 10 years. Uh... So in parentheses, pronounced Scatino, although should you wish to butcher his name, <laughs> you will see why he absolutely absolutely deserves it. <laughs> so, oh, she, I she love has, it. 
We have her blessing. I love it when our listeners are like, I know what you're thinking. They just know. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're going to do before you do it. Yes. I I swear, that happens every single script. We we have an audience that knows us. (laughs) I guess. Yeah, you guys are like, they're a little too tuned into us. Yes. We are a little too transparent. Yes. So the Concordia was sailing this route weekly. So the oh. the one I just named going all so over the northern. So it's a seven northern... day cruise, basically. Yep. So yep, and, and then they, they would do finish. Flip those things. Of like, course they do. In because a couple hours. I know how much this cost to build. Uh huh. Again, I watched two different things on this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's going to put that in here, so I don't want to say yet. Yeah. But now knowing the cost, of mm-hmm. how big it is, the cost it was to build it, the cost to maintain it—that's mm-hmm. a whole. Main, Again, maintain it. Plus, you need to work it so that yes. you can recoup your cost. Yes. So as not soon just the maintenance, but the as building. soon as the cruise is uh-huh. done in the nicest way possible, you have to tell people to get the fuck off yep. the ship. Mm-hmm. Everybody off. That was on that. Um, that was on that documentary. There was like a uh. specific, like, and and there during this particular like day that the crew is shooting, they're like, shit, we have like ten more people we have to hunt down or whatever. Yeah. And then when they finally them got them all off, it was like, yes! <laughs> and then they just went Bring down. Bring on the new ones. Well, no, no, no. They had to flip the ship. Which is like, imagine, like, you have to flip a, ho- a hotel I, room, right? I, but I like don't want to imagine. Thousands. Yeah. Of the, and they had to get in new food mm-hmm. and prep new shit. Yep. And it, oh my God, the work oh, that yeah. it takes is, it, it's stag, it is staggering. Yeah. It takes that, me. That was a it takes me a couple hours to change over two machines. Right. <laughs> so I could only imagine. And by the way, that couple hours that's normal. I'm not saying it I suck at it. It takes me like four hours so, to clean our house, and we have a tiny little right? house. So I I can't imagine like. I mean, the thing we're talking about is like the size of the block we live on. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> imagine having to turn this whole block over oh in like eight God. hours. You Except know? there's way more rooms that's than true. in our block. That is true. <laughs> and we live in a residential area. It, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I think I've mentioned it before, but I uh, there was a time in my life where I was considering uh, trying out to be a musician aboard a cruise ship. That, that'd be fun for like a couple of months at, you, you at have best. to do some long tours of duty yeah but, but yeah i mean three months it'd be an interesting musical challenge because you have to be able to like pick up whatever you have to be a good sight reader pick up whatever yeah. music they're showing and the audience you, you know? would change quite a bit here and yeah. there well and the, and then you have to stay in the shitty like uh crew quarters. the artist like it's a, literally like a like the size of a like just barely bigger than a prison cell. Like here's your room <laughs> with your roommate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Those those quarters are small. Yeah. They're close quarters, and and yeah, it's like right roommate. above the engine room, so you can't get Pretty any much. sleep anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so the passengers could get on at any port, and approximately 600 passengers boarded oh. the ship at Chevy to Vikia. Chevy. Chevy to Vikia. Chevy to Vikia. Chevy to Vikia, right here. Yeah. Uh-huh. This brings the passengers on board to 3,206 tourists from approximately 70 different oh, countries wow. and 1,023 crew. Oh, so, so that's interesting. So people board at different ports. Mm-hmm. Oh, because that's it's doing this. It's yeah, like, but usually they only board at one port. It's and probably everybody... true, that's but it's probably just to 
you know, we can, it's easier, Stagger. To, it's easier to filter out 600 people than it is like 3000. So well, if sure, we can filter, maybe, you know, but I'm like, but you can't just constantly be rotating. You have to flip the ship at some point. So maybe they like those people are taking a shorter cruise. That could be. And ending in a different port. Either way, they're just banging this thing out. Yeah. Should so, we stop to uh, feed the monsters? Uh, yeah. They're starting to break in. They are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, right. <laughs> we shall be back. <laughs> that sound you heard, dear listeners, <laughs> was me popping open a fresh... Birdsong Brewing mm-hmm. Jalapeno Pale Ale, mm-hmm. which is my favorite IPA. Your favorite? I was going to ask if it's your favorite beer. It's, it's up there for it's you, It's up right? there. It's a pretty good one. It's in the conversation? It is. It's in the <laughs> conversation. Just don't chug the bottom of it. <laughs> we've, been, we've been through that before, I believe, on this show. I think we may have. Yes. <laughs> Just don't do that. <clears throat> so at this point, we, we have the... The route and that up, people came on board. And how they do the onboarding and offboarding. Yes, uh-huh. and so we have that set up. Mm-hmm. So the primary geography we're concerned with okay. is a small island off the coast of Italy called Isola de Giglio, or Island of Lilies in English. Interesting. Yeah. So obviously this part of the world, lots of little islands and such. Like the Greek yeah, islands just, and there's... This part Sicily, of the world, there's Sicily just... Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, South of Italian. Italian. Yes. Yeah. There is a Italian. difference between being Sicilian and Italian. As I've heard. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so, okay. So this is a, this is an Italian island, right? Yes. Said, okay. It's part of the Tuscan archipelago. Ar- <laughs> I'm always, I've always been terrible at pronouncing this. Archipelago. Arch- Archipelago. Mm-hmm. It you. looks like it should be archipelago. I know. Or archipelago. Or... Yes. <laughs> and I think the spelling of it has changed over the years. Anyway. Really? <laughs> or I, maybe I just made that up. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So the island is approximately 23.8 kilometers squared or 9.1 square miles and is okay. approximately 16 kilometers away from the mainland, approximately 10 miles. So okay. not, not very far. No. And if you're talking that close to shore, mm-hmm. probably pretty shallow. Oh, not the 26 feet needed? And connected, it was also connected to Tuscany via two ferries. Oh, okay. So mainly Giglio was a source of mineral deposits as well as the granite on the island for columns and buildings in Rome. So, so this very place. Rocky. Yes. And mm. it sounds like there's been civilization there like, oh, well, yes. forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you know, and I literally just learned this today by a new TikTok account I followed, that technically. Uh, Russia and the United States are two miles away. It's like two and a half miles away from each other because so the actual You're talking about the Alaska. So Alaska and, and, and Russia, the, the Bering Strait, mm-hmm. the mainlands are actually only 55 miles apart, which is wild to me. I didn't know they were that close. Like that's closer than Cuba is to Key West, you know. Um, but there are two islands in between the mainlands one belongs to Russia, one belongs to the U.S. The international dateline runs right between there. them. Yeah. And when it freezes, because it's so cold up there, the ocean fucking freezes you can just walk between to them. Russia? You can walk the two miles to Russia. Oh, I mean, or uh, Russia to the U.S., yeah. Uh, where our camp is located in the Thousand mm-hmm. Islands, mm-hmm. the international dateline is maybe... No, I don't know. Half, or I'm talking about the border between 
That's not the international dateline. Whatever. I'm talking about the border. <laughs> the border. I, I see what you're talking the about The international dateline is time, but you're talking yes. about geography. I'm talking about a border. Yes. Between mm-hmm. Canada and the United States on water mm-hmm. is just like right, right. up the river. Mm-hmm. When we were uh, boating in the St. Lawrence, did we go into Canada? Uh, Possibly. I mean, I, I mean, okay. it only matters if you dock. You gotcha. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you mm-hmm. know, if you're just out there on your boat going in between. They don't care. Not really. No. Okay. If you're going to dock, then they care. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> but other than that. So, anyway, we're on to a, uh, again. So, a rocks, <laughs> shallow, <laughs> island. Cruise ship. Cruise ship. None of those things need to go together. No. All you need to throw in is iceberg. Right. Straight ahead. Yes. So on the side of the island that faces Italy, there is a set of reefs. Oh, again, no. Something else you don't need no, no, in this no. situation. Called Scola Piccola, or the small rock. This reef lies, <clears throat> lies at a depth of approximately 8 meters, or 26 feet below Ooh, the waterline. It's like the exact it's, amount... Right there. Uh, so it's like you don't really want to risk it. Uh-huh. And approximately 300 meters offshore of the coastline. So okay. very close to shore. I mean, we're, ta- uh-huh. we're at this point, we are talking about, you know, just three football fields. Which yes. Offshore, mm-hmm. that's not that's not very Literally far Literally just the length of the cruise ship yes. away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the routes of the cruise ships will usually take them through the middle of this channel Eight kilometers or five miles off shoreline where the waters average okay. 121 meters or 400 feet in order to avoid the reef. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a good plan. According to international maritime law, a muster also known as a lifeboat drill mm-hmm. must be held within 24 hours of setting sail from port and in compliance, a muster was scheduled for the next morning on the way to Savona. So that is absolutely true <laughs> from what I recall of my one cruise sure. is... It, they tried to make it kind of entertaining, like, you know, by like, oh, let's but all still, it's like, to that. But they had to. If legally, this motherfucker yes. goes down. Like, you need to know this. This is what you need to do. Not only that, but for legal compliance. You're yeah. not going to do it because you're all going to panic and we're all going to panic. <laughs> but we have to show but you this But we have to anyway. show you this without panicking, which five of you will mm-hmm. understand, hopefully. Right. So... <laughs> uh, wait. So they, okay. were, they were set to do it in yes. compliance. They were going to do it the next day. Okay. But it said within 24 hours. Within 24 hours. hours, Okay. So that evening was the captain's gala dinner where the captain would go down to the main dining room to meet and greet the passengers. I would be like, why aren't you driving? Yeah, why aren't you? Like, who's. I know that it's. He has other subordinates. I I know that that's not all they do, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, when you're the executive chef. Yes. You don't cook anything. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. You're the con- conceptualizer. Right. You're the taster. You're the... Yeah. You plan yeah. You plan mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. and you expect other people to execute that plan. And even people who can do really technical things like a captain, they still remember they're in hospitality. Just like an executive chef does. Yeah. Like, I'm an artist. I'm a technician. But I'm in hospitality, so I have to be a schmoozer, too. Oh, and of course. Yes. Yeah. So this was a very formal night where the men generally wore suits and the women cocktail dresses. Oh. At around 8 p.m., most passengers were either in one of the 13 bars or one of the five restaurants mm-hmm. enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. At this dinner, Shatino, this is the, this <laughs> yes, is the captain, <laughs> was seen in the company of a woman named Dom, uh, Domnica Samorton. I feel like... So this is <laughs> hold a... Hold on, hold on. Okay. 
So here's the thing. Like, I get that the captain, like, does this event and he needs to show up. I feel Dom- like he Domnica. shouldn't. Dominica. Is it Dominica or Dominica? Dominica. Dominica. Okay. Or Dominica? Dominica? That sounds better. Anyway. Um, sounds much more formal. But should the captain be bringing a date while he's on the job? Again. Because he is on the job. Again, having watched two documentaries on this, this is going to come into play later. Dominica will? Yeah. Dom- oh, Dominica? She, she will. Dominica. Samorton. Oh, Samorton? Yeah. Camorton? Samorton? Uh, That's a, yeah. Chimorton. Who knows? Chimorton. <laughs> Dominica Chamorton. That sounds Dominica better. Dominica Chamorton. Yes. That makes her sound Russian. It, oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes her sound like more exotic. Okay. Because, I mean, she does play like the, the role of... Hold on. Anyway. Can I... So, yes. I don't know. I mean, I know they crash. I know is the captain's fault. Basically, that's that's all I have a... a was he fucking in bed with her at the time of the crash? He was not. Okay. We'll get to that. Okay. I mean, at some point he probably was, but Ugh. anyway. And, so, and I, when I said fucking in bed with her, I didn't... I was using uh, the word I mean, as both, an emphasis, I mean, not as a verb, but... Both can be true. <laughs> <laughs> so she had it's been working... professional, regardless. Yes. So she had been working on board the Concordia in December, uh, starting in December of 2011, and had boarded the ship in January 2012 as a non-ticketed passenger. Okay. Oh, wait. What? What is a non-ticketed passenger? It means she just She's got on the She's a stowaway. Sh- essentially. essentially. Yeah. That's so, not. That's not cool. So how did she get on? Who let her? Oh, the captain. I was just going to say, who do you think let her on? (laughs) (laughs) It's like giving somebody a backstage pass. You know what I mean? she's with me. Yeah. Yeah. So she, I really don't like Shiitake. So she later testified. That's not his name. Shikola? No, uh, Shatino. 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 She later like testified. Shatino. Which. Oh, she is. Okay. Is foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. There will there be trials. So she later testified that, quote, when you are someone's lover, no one asks questions, unquote. So on January 6th, again, this is uh, 2012. Don't bring your fucking lover to work. That's not how it works. On January 6th, the captain attempted a sail-by salute to the small island of Giglio. What does that even mean? It's it's tradition. Like, it's just oh, okay. the ship's leaving. Everybody waves. They no. blow their horns. You oh, know. okay. I mean, I get that at port when you initially leave. But I guess because this was like a port hopping. Yeah. People were... I don't know. So... This was at the the this was at the request of the Mater di Antonello Tivoli, so uh, requested because Tivoli had family on the island. Oh, so they wanted to say hello. Yes, that's very cute. So, according to the testimony, again we're foreshadowing. <laughs> according to the testimony of Tivoli, the captain was unsatisfied by the attempt and stated he would try again the next week. Why? On January thirteenth. Who knows? He was unsatisfied at his salute. Yeah, I guess. The fuck does that mean? That sounds like kink shaming. What? I'm kidding. No. <laughs> what? No, I'm kidding. I know what kink shaming is, no, but what does that even he, mean? But no, he was unsatisfied by his salute. Oh. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to keep it lighthearted. <laughs> I mean... We probably shouldn't be, but... That's, that's literally our whole brand. <laughs> True. And this story is so... I mean, you can already see... Mm-hmm. It's already starting to get ridiculous. The problem like it's, is, it, he... So even... Let's say he's technically a very good 
cap- captain. Let's say that for the sake of argument. It's right? still probably not worth doing. No, what it is is massively unprofessional to br- to bring on somebody onto the ship. Oh, that uh, well, of course, yeah. Who is unticketed and like is it? Oh, everybody looks the other way. Who the fuck cares? You're the captain of this ship. What do you think your sub- subordinates are doing? I'm if sure, you're, this is the example you're setting. I, you're being I'm a sure, fucking asshole. I'm sure she gets into it at some point, but he was known at this time as like an Italian playboy, oh, fuck. which I can't understand because just based off of his physical appearance is like he's like five five and like just like some guy. So he's not like some tall, like if he strapping, was right. If he was like, spelt, oh, I am from Italy, and I am so. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just looks like some guy. It's like, mm-hmm. it's he's like, not yeah. necessarily. Well, uh, so he's not necessarily. Tr- uh, well, he maybe he's charming. Well, of course Italians he is. Can be very charming. Of course he is. But what he is not is like a. You know, you get the image of like somebody yeah. that uh, could be on the big screen, right? And like that is not this guy. Like uh-huh. not even close. But anyway. Uh-huh. So, sail by salutes are an Italian tradition okay. that goes back to ancient times where a ship would sail closer to an island to allow for family members of crew uh-huh. on the ship to see them and salute them or wave. So, the the Roman Empire days. Um, but that seems very unwise even back then. I wonder how many ships <laughs> shipwrecked because of that tradition. For them, it was probably didn't have a thousand years ago. It was probably fun for them because they're like, oh, we're about to go out into the ocean where we don't know shit about shit. And we just hope we'll make it. Like half of us will die of scurvy mm-hmm. or like fucking whatever. We'll Dehydration. Like, hey, we're in India. No, you fucking no, you're not. Wit. You're no, in North you're, America. Yeah, you're, you're not. <laughs> Like you're not even close. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Those kooky so, Italians. So I'll take sailing any day, like in the past, even like 200 That's years. That's fair. Well, you would, you would stand a better chance yeah. aboard the Costa Concordia than you would have aboard the Nina, the Pinta, or the Santa. Yes, any of those. Yes. I would not want to have been on any of those. <clears throat> Hell no. It's like, come on, guys. Everybody, we're just going to find something, hopefully. Maybe. Say goodbye to your families for a while. Maybe forever. <laughs> we don't know. Probably forever. So here's our Some Italian of you. salute. Yeah. I mean, literally, statistically, like half of you mm-hmm. are not going to make it. Yep. It might be all of us. Like, we don't know. But we're going to find something. Uh... Imagine keeping up that morale. <laughs> <laughs> Look, guys. We don't know if we're going to live That's why they had to be like, oh, there's going to be treasures and women, like all right. sorts of shit. Like they had we're to make up a... We're looking for the fountain of youth. It's no, there's really going to be, there. be marshland and alligators and grass. And, and indigenous people who will who, kill us rightfully. Yeah, who yeah aren't very welcoming because why the fuck would they be? Because we're like, going to wipe like, them out with disease. Like if the shoe was on the other foot, would we be yeah. that? <laughs> but no, gold... Fountain of Youth. Frankincense and myrrh. Uh, yeah. All right, I'll get on. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh my God. Jesus Christ. But almost. But no it's, wonder but, it but fell, it's, the Roman Empire. But it's but it's almost like the same. Like oh, you're gonna see the south of France. Yes. South mm-hmm. Sicily. You're gonna see mm-hmm. all these other. But uh, there will be like there will be diseases. There will be like somebody gets too <laughs> drunk offshore. Like there will be like somebody fell off the railings and into the ocean, and right. we can't find them because it's probably. And we might crash the whole ship. <laughs> yeah. Run aground. You but, never know. But it has five pools. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a great gala the first night. Yeah. I'll bring my lover. Yeah. 
This is like below deck, except Captain Lee is horribly irresponsible, which Captain Lee would never be. This is below. This is below deck, and it ultimately like results in the deaths of thirty-four people. God. So. Uh, Below deck body count. Yes. So, again, this is just an, an Italian tradition. Like, sail close to the shore, probably closer than you should. Just so. Yeah, you know, so it's just a, it's just it's a thing, you know. Okay. It's like it's like a it, you know it's like it's a tradition. It's like uh it's like squeal it's like squealing the tires like Dale Earnhardt. It's just well, it's a it's Dale a thing. Earnhardt. Well, don't say that he's dead. <laughs> I meant rest in peace, Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> he's literally from like an hour from here. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was thinking of his son. He's still alive. He is still alive, and his, but I don't want his... to curse the name of Dale Jr. No. either, do I? <laughs> Because he's a good guy, and he's he's suffered like he has like CTE, like. Wow. Well, okay. So I've he's, been hasty. Not, yes. We <laughs> might want to might want to just take that out. <laughs> Probably do, but you already said it, so it kind of doesn't matter. Uh, so what I meant, so he, you meant he did that in races. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It sounded <laughs> the way I was interpreting that was that he did that on the street, like he, probably, he was well, just driving. He, he probably did that That's too. That's a terrible idea to do that. But he's Dale Earnhardt. He's the best driver ever. It doesn't. No. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's indisputable. You can be very good at NASCAR driving yeah. and a terrible and be, street driver and be even or either way. Either way. He was so good. so he may have been the greatest NASCAR driver of all time, but it is in high dispute if he was the best. <laughs> Regular person driver of all time. I, I, I retract only, my previous fuck deal. We only Dale know we only know driving by racing standards. So according to racing standards, he is the best of all time. Anywho, what we'll need to cover his death was during a race, right? It was. We that, will need that, to cover definitely. that. I think that's on our list. I'm sure it is. It it qualifies. It definitely qualifies. Yes, it was a horrible. We've only done like one or two racing. Anyway. Oh, anyway, you gonna do it? Anyway. You gonna do it? Just no, don't 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 you know, give I, it away. Don't give it away. <laughs> give it away, give it yeah, away. Give don't it away give it away, now. give it away now. <laughs> well The protest to the listening. No, like a couple thousand people are are listening. <laughs> and we love you all. We do. Uh, this the reason why I'm reading this script is because we of love you. We love the two of you who aren't skipping over this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's been pretty bad. We apologize. <laughs> we'll get back on track. Now. I apologize for my wife. <laughs> you do not have to apologize for me. You do not owe me, sir. <laughs> so Captain Shatino mm-hmm. had performed a sail by of Giglio previously on the August 4th, 2011. Okay. The main difference between this previous event and January 13th, 2012 is that the first sail by had been with Costa's permission. Oh, Plotted out and planned for, as well as occurring during the daytime. In order oh, to perform no. this maneuver, Shatino turned off the alarm for the navigation system. Already, what? Already not a good idea. Wait, the originally or this time? I'm not sure. We're oh, going to okay, get to that. Okay, okay, okay. Or- it's, it's just saying in order to do... Oh, to do this maneuver. This is what you have to do. You the have fr- to fr- turn off? The navigation system alarm. Which, I don't like that. No, which you never want to do. But at least one point he did that with... As this involved leaving the ship's computer programming programmed route, 
causing the alarm to sound. Okay, so, okay. So, but he had the because, permission to do it the first time to go off course. Yes. And in order to do Sounds that, Sounds like this to, time mm. he didn't. So, Shatino was planning to sail by sight, later stating that, quote, I know these seabeds well as I have performed this maneuver three or four times. No, how well do you know them given what we know is going to happen? When testifying later, the first officer, uh, Ciro Ambrosio, reported that Shatino was not wearing his reading glasses and was repeatedly oh, asking for him, meaning him meaning the first right. officer, to check the radar. What the fuck? Somewhere between 9.42 and 9.44, uh, Shatino spotted water breaking on rocks, which he claimed were not charted. He tried to swing the bow of the ship away from the rocks, but you can't turn a cruise ship on a dime. Obviously not. The rocks of the Scola Piccola, and that Piccola? Scola Piccola? Piccola? Wait, where where are you? Right here. Scola Piccola? It sounds like a weird rhyme, anyway, for what is going to happen. Because a piccolo is a... Yeah. Piccola? Yeah. Piccola? That's the only time I've seen... Oh, not the only... Anyway. So the rocks of this island (laughs) ripped into the bottom of the Concordia (laughs) like a can opener. Oh, yeah. Tore the metal. So what this thing is trying... What what just happened Mm -hmm. is they think they're further away from the island Mm -hmm. than they actually are. Okay. Because he's going by sight, and he's also going by radar, which I'm not sure if she's going to get into this or not. That second in command is a person is a person that doesn't speak very good good English or Italian. Oh, okay. He kind of speaks both, but not not well in either. So there's like some communication issues. Yes, they think they're further out than they are. Okay, they realize that they're closing in on rocks, like kind of. They can't maneuver, but they're headed like to sideways towards it okay so they have to maneuver around we're talking about something that is the size of a city block it's a huge and is and is as tall as you know 50 stories so this is kind of an iceberg right ahead sort of situation there they spotted it but they spotted it too late and in the meantime this captain who has sight issues Mm mm-hmm was not wearing the glasses that he needs in order to mm-hmm. see properly. Yes. So essentially, oh God. and the other thing, this ship only has two compartments that can hold water. The ballast is that what they're called? I, she might get into that. Okay. But there are like if it goes over those two compartments, yes. like it's it's a problem. It's sinking. It's yeah. a serious problem. Yeah. So, oh, I got you. It can take on a certain amount of water, right? And not as sink. all ships can. Yes, as all I ships are designed. Those are ballast, but I, could I think be wrong. I think you're correct. I could be completely wrong. Ballast point, maybe like the brewery. Yeah, there you go. But uh, so the rocks of the island ripped into the bottom of the Concordia like a can opener, as I just and stated. You can, and you can picture that. Yes, you can. Like, that's, that's good. A good that's a good visual. It's a very and good descriptor. And it's also me. very accurate. Like if you see the actual like footage, it's sort of tore. just. We're talking about a fucking cruise ship. Like a steel ship. Yeah. Being torn away like aluminum like it's, foil. Like it's fucking nothing. Ugh. Two long strips of metal were torn off of the ship and later found on the seafloor 92 oh meters. Oh my god. Or 302 feet offshore. That's wild. A hole, the, hole, uh, the hole torn into the hull of the ship along the port side was approximately 50, 50 meters. Correct. Mm-hmm. Ports. Uh, yeah, as you're facing the bow. Well, no, left. I always remember <laughs> port has four letters. Yes, that's left how I know has it. Four letters. One of our listeners shared that. Mm-hmm. That's how I know it. So the hole it put in, the size of this fucking hole, 
50 meters or 160 feet long. Long. That's like a... And had punctured three of, the ship. three of the watertight compartments oh, on the ship. No. Remember, there are only two. If it goes more than two, yeah, and and right away they have they're they're sunk, literally. Within minutes, the head of the engine room came to the came up to the bridge and informed the captain that the hole in the ship was irre- irreparable. Uh-huh. He also informed the captain that the generators and engines were submerged. Oh no! Also, no, a no, fucking no 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 no. Causing ship-wide blackout. <gasps> so, so all oh the power... God. So people are literally like in the inside of this ship. People heard the, the, the crash, mm-hmm. obviously, because they're like, what the fuck? Right. And there, there was a rock. And then, it. you know, we're talking about 20 seconds out. later. So and everybody there, is who knows where on the ship. Can everywhere on the ship. The everywhere on the ship. Chaos. Four thousand people on this ship. Because of the time, we're talking about nine around nine between nine and ten in the evening. People are a lot partying, of people are, people are at are dinner, dinner yeah. at bars. Everybody hears it and like, what the? F-? And not like, can you imagine if you're like, oh honey, I'm just gonna run back to the room. I'll be right back. And now you're like, where the fuck is my spouse or friend or whoever you're with? What about kids? Like people who had so, kids. Oh. So that's just for the that's just for the passengers. Yeah, that's terrifying. We haven't talked about what this blackout is doing for the crew. Um, maybe this that is they what can't it's... sail the fucking ship. There you go. This loss of power also affected the steering, oh, no. as well as the instrument panel. Shatino needed to navigate. So everything is knocked off. It's a not, blackout. A little not blackout. permanently. Okay. Obviously, emergency lights are going to okay. come on, but this is a. Uh, situation where you can't fly blind anymore every fly (laughs) every but i'm saying you need Mm -hmm. at this point you can't have a blackout you can't even steer right because you you need the power to steer and you can't navigate off of your equipment because it's all knocked out so this thing turns into a shit show and then it starts off as a shit show and turns on to into like a full-blown panic like a horror horror film like within 30 seconds. That's terrifying. It's, yes. So the bridge sounded the alarm to alert members of the crew that there was an issue. Ah! With, yeah. <laughs> with two, yeah, there's an issue. With I'd two long blasts issue. and one short blast of the ship horn. Now, this occurred in the age where everyone has a phone at their fingertips. Yeah, I have not fun. watched this. She's about to mention this. Okay. There is a documentary that can be watched on YouTube called Sinking of the Costa caught on camera which is everybody's <gasps> everybody's footage oh that's terrifying which I'm like I'm not watching that I'm like I don't want to watch that well, I can already imagine in my fucking mind like how just how terrifying that would be yeah yeah that's you know what that's that's interesting because it's like well 34 people died or whatever 64 people injured and thousands of people fucking traumatized for life because oh, they yeah. had to live through this shit yeah. we're talking crew and <clears throat> Um, yes, passengers. and passengers. Can you imagine if I went through something like that and even survived and, you know, was fine, any time the lights went out without warning, I would fucking flashback and be a puddle on the floor. Like, just, that would be terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's, a shipwreck is pretty fucking traumatizing in any yes. age in any age it doesn't yes. matter it doesn't I agree matter with that. it doesn't matter if you're on a 600 million dollar ship or a fucking a viking an, ship from you know 1280 it's an uncontroversial statement that yeah. a shipwreck is traumatizing it. fuck yeah i mean yeah yeah i mean if you were in a plane crash would you ever get on a plane again probably not if It'd you were a in struggle. a 
if you're in a shipwreck, would you ever get on the water again? Probably not. You know, it's interesting now. Uh, most of us will get into a car wreck and then we'll get into this, a car again. Isn't that interesting? It is. It's because <laughs> there's no other way to get to work. Well, <laughs> right. It is kind of like a force. <laughs> I can't walk there. Forced I mean, I could. Situation. It would, by the time I got there, I'd be too exhausted to work. But, yeah. You know. Either that or you just make your life within two miles of your home and walk yeah, everywhere. I mean, it's it's not 6,000 years ago when I can just ride a dinosaur to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to have a car. Okay, young Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, this is, yeah. And this is going to uh, start getting worse and worse and worse. Oh. So... Uh, so yes, this documentary is just footage from the evening. That's wild. People uh, with voiceover interviews of the passengers. Oh. So in, in uh, parentheses, please note that in the documentary they don't identify names of who is speaking, which makes That's sense. That's fair. That's yeah. fine. When I refer to the documentary, please note that I haven't left these names out deliberately, but because yeah, they were not fair. available, and that's fine. But these yeah, people I, were like, "Let me just stand on." That was here. a thing that came up on YouTube. Is mm-hmm. like, like watch this, and I was like, mm-hmm. "No, I'm like no." No, thank you, YouTube. Like, I, I can imagine it just fine. And I'm sure my imagination is probably worse than what you got, but I'm, I I'm not going to... I probably will watch it now. Yeah, yeah. You know me. So both passengers and some crew members, as soon as this happened, started filming. So we're I, talking I about when the, we're talking about when the power goes out. I, I get that. Yeah. And plus you would want to have your phone as a... As a flashlight. Yep. Uh-huh. Flashlight. And also just to be like, even if you're not thinking that something's going horribly wrong, which they probably did based on the noise. You're not necessarily thinking, period. You're just kind of reacting in that moment and maybe <coughs> having it on film to see. But even if it's like, well, this isn't going to end tragically and horribly. Like, even if your mind's not going there, you're probably like, what the fuck, Costa? Like, th- this is a cruise I paid for and the power's going out. Like... Let me get this on film so I can complain later. Like, mm-hmm. I get that. You know, give me a refund for my trip or something. Like, even from just, like, a customer service standpoint, that might be yeah. a Karen reaction, but still. So, one of the performers in one of the shows the ship put on each week was interviewed for the documentary and stated that the sound could be heard all over and that she instinctively knew that it was the ship sinking ship striking something on the bottom of the ocean well it's probably a very distinct sound yeah and you could probably feel it too probably being on the ship i'm sure and it probably felt like it was below Mm -hmm. sounded like it was below i I could see being able to talking about it ripped a fucking like uh, a sixth of the length of the ship yeah Yeah, that's a hole in it a a giant gouge two right because you said it was two strips Mm -hmm. yeah British passenger stated that immediately following impact, it was clear that the stewards and waiters on the ship had never been in this situation before. Yeah. Video recorded at this time, which would, would be approximately 9.47 p.m., shows that the passengers of the ship are in a state of pandemonium. Yeah. Children children can be heard crying. crying. Stewards can be heard telling people to sit down yeah. and directing people to multiple exits from the dining room. Mm-hmm. By 9.50, there was already a discernible list to port. So, oh, lists. so it's already starting to lean over. Yes. Oh, which my God. is that's not good. Not the, good at all. In every, <laughs> in every like, <laughs> given the number of nautical disasters we've covered, a list is a terrible. Thing. It's not good. You don't want to be listing. No. You don't want to be listing. After the lights had gone out on the ship, an announcement was made stating that they were dealing with a blackout situation. 
Oh, hello. Duh. Just open your eyes. Oh, you can't really? see anything? It's a blackout situation. You sure about that? Or the- you've gone suddenly blind. Who knows? So they were dealing with a blackout situation and that the ship was safe and that things would be back to normal following the repair of the generators. He is literally just trying to do reputational damage control. And and you know what? It's not the worst idea in the world because you want to try and keep people calm, but you also want to get people to safety. So The first thing you want to do in that situation to me <clears throat> is be like, we are experiencing a problem. Leave it vague. Yes. Please. We need you to, stay to calm. orderly. Mm-hmm. Go to your exits. Mm-hmm. Follow the instruction. Orderly, of the crew. go to your room. Mm-hmm. Follow the instruction of the Whatever crew. Whatever this, yeah. And put on put on your life vest mm-hmm. until this situation is re- resolved. Yep. And we will update you every ten minutes on the situation. Right. And you don't even have to do the update because right. people are like. But that's. It would be like everybody. Yes, we are experiencing emergency. You will make it worse if you panic. Please listen to my voice and remain calm. Do you remember our muster? Well, they have drill that. Oh, here's the thing: they haven't done it yet. Motherfucker! They haven't done it yet. So that literally just ruined all my plans for yeah. calming everybody down. So, not, so you just lied to the people. You didn't do a muster. God. You should be on remember Fox all News. Your other fancy cruises that you've been on. Do you <laughs> yeah. remember that muster? Though? I'm gonna guess, like for most people, it's probably their first or like you know, seventy five percent, something knows? like that. That's, I don't my know guess. how many people who go on a cruise ship it's their first. Time. Yeah. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely some people. Some people, yes. Some more people than one. are very experienced cruisers. More than one. Some people even retire. They do. And Sounds then like a good, cruise ships. I would put, I would consider that. Anyway. And not Uruguay? Uh, yeah, well, well, we'll get to that. Or our Mexican $3 million dream home? That I would definitely do, <laughs> yes. Please, listeners, uh, we're going to start oh. a GoFundMe just for that. <laughs> Follow Ennis, what is his name? Ilmizer. Elmiser. Yelmiser. Ennis. E N E Google. E N E S Ennis. Homes. Tours. Tours. There's something on YouTube. And you'll find And you'll find them. So the chief engineer and the electrical officer tried and failed to restart the generators. At 9.52, so this is two minutes later, you're in two minutes of a blackout. That's a long time. Yeah. With panicking people. And children who are going to freak out no matter what. Yes. So at 9.52, while the engines had been forced to stop due to the power being cut off, the ship was still moving Jesus. northward through inertia, of course. Well, yes, it's of course. Still, yes, yes, yes. It yes. still had power behind it. This continued until 10.10. So we're talking about it continued for another 18 minutes. That's wild. When the currents took over. Okay, so now it's like bobbing and... Being the, carried. The rudder at this time was positioned to starboard, and according to Shatino, right. uh-huh. he had no control over the instruments or okay. steering of the ship. Which, without power, I get. The currents and winds, thankfully, oh no, slowly brought the ship to a halt, oh, turned wow. it, and began to push it back toward the island shore. So, oh, wow. straight fucking luck. So it the could last, have been worse. The last thing you want to be... Is, is a is a powerless boat in the middle of the fuck. You're done. So this could have been done, worse. Done. Nature kind of lucked out. This for... could have been fucking everybody's gone. Oh my god! Like four thousand people. Yeah, Jesus everybody. Christ. I mean, it wouldn't have been because they, they at they this point have had rescue ships. Exa- they would, but way more. And whatever the temperature was, maybe way some fucking more than thirty four people. But it's still That's for goddamn January. sure. Hypothermia would have set in. That's what I'm saying. It's not. Yeah. Because on the one documentary I was watching the reaction to, he's like, the guy's like, 
why why would you want it to go back into shore i'm like because it's literally a dead stick literally It'll stop you i was like if it goes into the ocean like it's it's over over like there's no plus there is a chance <laughs> people can swim to shore exactly there are people it, at shore can and come if it help just you. hits shore at this point which is what you're hoping for it. yes and then, now and it then might you can it might it, better than capsizing an open ocean we're gonna start with yes we're gonna start mm-hmm. with let's get it to shore let's capsize at the shore <laughs> we'll worry about the other shit oh jesus i mean so all can you no imagine no, I can't. can you imagine so the currents and winds slowly brought the ship to a halt mm-hmm. turned it and began to push it back towards the island shore see right. photo three which we'll get oh, into yeah we need to look at the photos Actually, at some point here we go Sorry that it printed front and back. I didn't mean to do that. That's okay. See photo three. I think it's that one right there. Okay, so... Oh, my God. Yeah. Photo... Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert on this. The ship being pushed into a different direction caused the list to shift to starboard instead of port. Okay, so now it's going to the right. Shortly after 10 p.m., the harbor master of the island of Giglio contacted the ship... (laughs) Hi, um, we weren't expecting you. Yeah, like, uh, um, yeah. I hate to break it to you, but you're not supposed to be here. Yeah. Hi. So he was the harbor master of the on the island of Giglio contacted the ship, stating that the local emergency services on Giglio had received calls from okay. passengers. Oh my and, god! Again, remember. So they were calling like nine one one. The of equivalent nine one one. Fuck yeah! Like hi, we don't know yeah. what the fuck is going on. Help us. We just know we're very much listing. We just know it's not great. No, we're all sliding and, and, and to we're one gonna, side. We're gonna let you know that it's not great. Help. And hopefully you can get the right people and. And so the harbor yeah. master's like, "Hi, captain. So your passengers are calling. Oh my god." And he had not contacted anybody at that point? Like, nope. not even on his own fucking cell phone? Nope. Or had a subordinate no, no, to... Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm... I'm sure we'll get into that. Like, that's... This is just... This is just the chaos that's going on while, you know... Everything, Jesus Christ. While the chaos is going on, so to speak. So the answering officer told him that the issue on board the ship was merely a blackout... And that they would be staying close to Giglio until they could get their power back on. What? And denied any further serious issues. Okay, hold on. So the harbor master has already contacted. Right. The, and they're like, no, it's just a blackout. Like, no big deal. Wait. There hasn't been a 90 meter hole okay, ripped into so the ship. Like, the thing is, even if he didn't know that happened, which the sound would sure indicate something bad happened, the listing is not normal. And a captain would know that. So meanwhile on so the bridge, just in denial. Meanwhile on the bridge, video was taken of Shatino stating that quote everything has gone to hell unquote. And yet he's lying to the fucking harbor master. Between ten and ten thirty p.m., Shatino placed three calls to the cruise line crisis <laughs> management center, speaking in one call to the crisis coordinator, crisis manager Roberto Ferrini. Uh, Ferrarini, I'm sorry. I feel like crisis management is more of an Olivia Pope thing. Like, when you have a a PR crisis, you call the crisis hotline. You call fucking emergency services if you're sinking, which is what is happening here, Captain. So this call was recorded and will come into play later. In one video, he is heard stating that, quote, the ship can continue if two water weight compartments are breached, unquote. Oh, okay. So that that is, and that is true, but 
It's, he didn't know the extent of the, the damage, and he shouldn't well, assume. Well, that's, that's what's, that's what's going to be up for debate now, isn't it? But that the pumps were not doing their job and were failing, so... Okay, it's, so it's he not, has a different interpretation of what's going wrong here. Interpretation would be a nice way of putting it. Interpretation being like, I want to make my own reality in this moment. <laughs> in my own reality, everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's just Life a blackout. Uh, we can get the ship going again. It's like the, you know, like none is, of none of the following none of the following are happening. You know, that this I, is that like I just, this is like from Parks and Rec. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. At this point, there's no reason. There's no suspicion needed oh because the ship is listing. You've ground ashore. You're supposed to be out in the ocean going somewhere else, and none of those things are happening. All the power is off, and the harbor master's yeah. like, hey, so your passengers are calling us. And you're like, no, 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 let's not get into that just yet. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, this is cops calling 911 on themselves because they ate too many uh, marijuana <laughs> brownies, brownies and they think they're dead. That's 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 what this is, and that that is a real thing that happened. I, re- I remember that recording. That went definitely, very viral back in the day. Definitely look it up. It's hilarious. <laughs> so that's what's going on Please here. Please tell me this man goes to prison for just being a fucking I, idiot, if nothing else. We'll, we'll get, get to we'll that. get to that. So at ten ten. So again, we we at this, this point bit, yeah. we are about forty minutes into Jesus this Christ. incident, which is a long and time. Every passenger f- not still, still not knowing what's going on, freaking out, calling emergency. So at ten ten on the bridge, a general emergency was declared, but this was not immediately passed on to the passengers themselves. Well, why would you want? However, to at this point. Many passengers were starting to don life jackets on their own and go to the lifeboat deck oh because God. of the lists. Because of the list, yes, which was becoming more and more noticeable. So people were just having to figure on it out their on own. their own. They're like, "Well, Look, nobody's telling me to do this, but like, I feel like I need to find a life jacket and a lifeboat and here. get close to a lifeboat. Oh Not necessarily, but I'll be near it. Yeah, you know, I'll be close to it. You know what I feel like I would with be. a life vest on. <laughs> Here's what I feel like I would do. This feels like a Rachel movie. Tell me if I'm wrong. I would start... You wouldn't say it if it wasn't, so you're <laughs> you're already correct. I would say, everybody, listen to me. The boat is listing. We understand this is an emergency. We are all, in an orderly fashion, going to go find our life jackets. And you're, and you're not pointing. You're using That's all four right. of your fingers, so you're not being... I learned from you. Mm-hmm. You don't point... You use, use the hand, mm-hmm. palm. We are all, in an orderly fashion, going to go find our life vests. Follow me if you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> you are so close to the Terminator line. So close. Like, it's, <laughs> the Terminator is, come with me if you want to live. But, you but if know, you had said the Terminator line, people were like, I've seen that movie. I get it. Like, he was right. The Terminator was correct. Like, like there, there are times when just, like, one person needs to be the fucking adult in the room yeah. and say, I don't give a shit who you are. Follow what I'm yeah. doing because we are going to get out of this and you need to listen. To- and people pay attention to yeah. that shit. Like, like, several times I've had to be that adult and it's weird. Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? I mean, it was... It, 
every time it was involving getting my drunk friends like out of a situation, but still (laughs) (laughs) had to be done. But I'm glad that some people kind of saw what was going on and were able to at least get themselves. At least do the at least do the basics. I'm gonna put on my life vest. You know what? I would like. I know. I know the ship tilting one way is not not right, especially a ship the size of a city block. You know what I, I know that's do? not correct. So I'm going to do the basic thing. I'm mm-hmm. going to put on a life vest, make sure everybody around me has one on, and we are going mm-hmm. to get near a lifeboat. Lifeboat, yes. To be perfectly honest, I wouldn't <laughs> one, mind one that's close. One that's not on the on the opposite <laughs> listing side. That's right. You need to be one that's close on the, to the water. Yes. Because remember that other. Oh my goodness, the Greek one that we covered. Yes. Where they were on the other Some, side and sometimes they had to the life, drop. Sometimes the lifeboats become dysfunctional themselves. Yes, yes, uh-huh. So. Or at the very least, the worst case scenario is you and your body have to go in the yeah, water. And yep. then you'd be in your life jacket. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to bite all hype. And then you just, and yeah, then you just. But gotta, they're close to the land, at least. When it gets to oh. this point, you pretty much have to be off the ship. Yeah. So if that means being in a, a lifeboat. So be it. Or in the water. Yep, yep, yep. yep your chances are still significantly better. You need to not drown yep. is the point at and this point. And you're likely yep. to drown if you stay on the ship. There is a, a, an upside to hyper-focus that is a result of ADD, and it is that in such situations you can become hyper-focused on living. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's not so bad. Oh, my God. So I'm getting, we were like, on... te- I'm getting like anxious at this, yes. this story. So the list to starboard, remember it started right. listing yes, on port side. Now we're going over to, now it's gone so the other direction. Poor people who are like, let me go that way. <laughs> and I'm sure even on a ship this size, mm-hmm. body weight might come into play. Mm-hmm. Like if you have several thousand people on one side. And but they're going towards the side I know. that's listing. It's, so technically it should keep it should. going that way. But so it's maybe not. It, so maybe it makes no difference. Who the <laughs> fuck knows? The list to starboard became more and more noticeable as time wore on. Mm. Between 10 and 10.30, passengers began to take it upon themselves to put on life jackets and go to the lifeboat deck to Mm. be prepared. In the above-mentioned documentary, a video is seen of a group of anxious passengers... Excuse me. Of anxious passengers on the lifeboat deck being told by a crew member that, quote, everything is under control. No, no, no. And that, if they so choose, they could stay on deck, but they were strongly encouraged to return to their cabins and await further instructions from the intercom. Video recordings also showed mm. dishes sliding along the floor in the dining room, and plates were heard smashing in the kitchen. Video from the deck was also showing that the tilt of the ship was increasing to the point Mm-mm. where moving from one side of a hallway to the other was becoming difficult. Meaning, oh my god, it was meaning hard you to couldn't. Walk. Yeah, meaning you couldn't for the most so, part. I, now I don't blame the crew because they're probably following pr- protocol, which is they are following. The captain's saying that this is no big deal. Top-down instruction. Yes. They so can't... They, they, they can't, can't supersede the captain. Well, and they can't take things on on, on themselves because they literally have not been trained that way until it becomes... Right. They, they're they waiting for orders. Right. Until it becomes like fucking Lord of the Flies. Right. They're not going to do shit on their own because that's just how the chain of command works. Right. You know? At least they were like... Look, you can stay out here if you want. Like that. At least they didn't say no. Go back to your. Like you know. Okay. And they probably gave him a nod and a wink of. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, hey, mm-hmm, wink, wink, mm-hmm. wink, nudge, nudge. 
Not as uh, good as a link to avoid there's man. A lifeboat, yeah. There's a lifeboat. There's a lifeboat. They're all gonna get into us there's right down this hall. Now. Uh, but you're you're welcome to go back to your cabin. Yep. Oh my god. What well, I can't imagine what the crew was thinking at this point. Like, is the captain right? You know, like you can imagine, just like Jesus Christ. So now we are at ten twenty six. We're almost an hour into this fucking thing. An hour into like the worst ride ever. Yeah. Shatino was on another call to a different harbor master. This okay. one was the harbor master of the port of Livorno, a larger port north of Giglio on the mainland. Shatino advised that they were taking on water and requested a tugboat come oh, from the help. port to tow the ship to safety. Excuse me? And, like, they're already... It's like, a tugboat! It's like, well, that's what they do. I know but that's but a, what a tugboat does. But a tugboat they're brings listing. you out. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, it does bring you out and you're listing. <laughs> like, like, you're halfway it's submerged. Like, it's like, no. Like, that's not gonna help. A tugboat is literally useless at this point. And also, aren't they kind of running aground anyway? Yes. Oh my god. At 10.30, Shatino also made contacts with one of the cooks in the ship's kitchen and requested dinner be served to him on the bridge. <laughs> this man is delusional. Yes. Because he's, he's probably like, absolutely delicious. It's going to be fine. It's literally the gif of like the cartoon character yes. sitting in the kitchen with the fire and 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 <laughs> saying, "This is fine. This is fine. Everything is going to be this fine. Is fine. Like this that's, dumpster fire is fine. It's just. You. Know, I'm going to say something highly. No, I'm not going to. Just, just don't. We'll, we'll we'll keep. I was going to chugging say, along. He... We'll keep chugging along, unlike the Costa <laughs> we'll Concordia. Keep chugging along. Uh, um. Now, clearly he lived. Yes, he does. But this is an instance where I feel it would have been maybe a little more just for the captain to go down. No, this is is an instance where... The captain flees the ship. (laughs) uh, Which was originally supposed to be at the end of the original Karate Kid. Gets put into the very beginning of the Karate Kid Part 2. Where Mr. Miyagi has to fight Johnny Lawrence's sensei. And could have killed him, but decides that he should live. And he says to Daniel, and says, Sometimes life, worse punishment than death. I think I get the gist of it, but <laughs> I have a question. Yes. <laughs> is the Karate Kid 2 the one with um, Hilary Swank? It is not. That is the Karate Kid 4. Oh. Yeah. Then that's the end of my question. Yeah. Then that you're... I... I not sure if I want to speak to you now that you know that you don't know your karate kids. I know the the painting. Everybody and knows the wax that. On, wax Everybody off. knows that. I mean, I saw nobody, it once when I was nobody a very small in child. the entire history of history has gotten Karate Kid two confused with the fourth Karate Kid. I didn't get it. Then you did. Well, you did. and now it's on record. Who was in three? <laughs> was Ralph Macchio in two and three? One, two, and three. One, two, and three. Yeah. Well, I knew he was in one. Yeah. And in my Maybe. cousin Vinny, where would where did my cousin Vinny fit in the uh, it in actually, the Karate Kid universe? <laughs> after Karate Kid three and before Hilary Swank's <laughs> appearance as I believe the next Karate Kid, the next was, Karate was Kid, the yes, name of that movie, mm-hmm. which I did see. I did too. <laughs> Pretty sure I saw it as a kid. Yes, definitely saw her winning two Best Actress Oscars in her future. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> not one but two. <laughs> I've been told I look like Hillary Swank. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you similar. Anyway, we, we are moving on. <laughs> so at 1045, so now we're a little over an hour into this incident. 
into this nightmare for the nice. fucking passengers and crew. Everybody, yes. but can you imagine? Okay, so here's. The I mean, thing. I mean, the emergency lights between this time did come on. The generators. Okay, but so there's certain there's things, some light. but certain things were still not here's functioning. The thing. Can you imagine being the kitchen crew that was told, "No, oh, you need to." Cook no for the captain. I, well, I would have been like sideways. I would have nodded my head and been like, "Yes, sure, sure." And looked at the nearest life jacket and be like, "I'm the fuck out of here!" Like, are you fucking uh, kidding yeah, yeah, me? Yeah, just give me a sec. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> Ten minutes. No, pro- tell him no problem. Let me go to the walk-in to get some fillet. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me go to the walk-out and get the fuck <laughs> off the ship because yeah. Like you will never see my face again. I'll cook him a, a meal in prison. Yeah. Right. I will get a job in the prison. He <laughs> just, goes just to, to cook him a meal and poison him. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Oh my god. So at ten forty-five, through remaining inertia and, and currents in the water, the Concordia beached itself in about twenty meters or about sixty-five feet of water at a list of thirty degrees to oh starboard. My god. That's really sharp. For. That's not, we all know what it, we all don't want to list. We all know what a ninety degree angle is. Now imagine a third of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So everyone's like slid over to one side. Pretty much. Sometime between ten fifty and eleven p.m., as seen in the uh, caught on camera documentary, That's the what captain. You saw, right? mm-hmm, the captain was advised that passengers were making their way to muster stations, and at this point, Shatino called for the abandoned ship signal to be given. Oh, now he calls for it. <laughs> He's like, but first me. By this time, the list of the ship's starboard was approximately 20 degrees. However, lifeboats could still be launched from the other side of the ship. Yes. Okay. So it wasn't too high for it to... But on the on the uh, port side of the ship, no. Oh, okay. You're saying on the... Because yes. it hadn't fully submerged on Correct. that side. It yes. hadn't gone completely sideways. In what was considered a mutiny, however, second officer on the ship, Roberto Bosio, had already begun coordinating the crew currently on deck to start evacuating passengers prior to the order. Crew were assigned. Thank you. Yes, because this Thank guy already. Thank you for this, the mutiny. This guy the already knows. The Concordia mutiny needs to happen. Needed to happen. Technically, now, it is a mutiny guy? because you went against captain's yeah. orders. But this is a guy being like, I fully Fuck support this. this mutiny. Yes. Crew were assigned to go from door to door on the passenger decks to alert passengers of the need to evacuate. Good. Yes. Good, good, good. So this guy does obviously, this guy's obviously like, whoever's in charge, fuck them. He's like, life and death, I will fucking mutiny. He's like, I'm in charge here. Yep. And from what I'm seeing, this is what needs to happen. What is it? What is the um, Harrison Ford line on Air Force One? Get, Get off, off my, my plane. plane. <laughs> yes, he needs to go like, motherfucking rogue here yeah so after the alert to abandon ship was given most passengers waited at their muster stations for the lifeboats to be ready and launched okay some passengers tried jumping into the water and swimming okay. to the shore which after the ship breached was about 60 meters or 200 feet so that's not that far it's so that's, here's the thing for for um scale I swim thirteen hundred meters every. We are night. also talking about we're on the coast open of an ocean. ocean. I com- and cold. Yes, yes, I completely understand that. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if you are a strong swimmer or yeah. frequently swim, it may be doable. And I could see, understand well, people. We're gonna get right into. But I can also see people maybe not being trained for it, or it just being rough seas. That's and it just looking idea. closer than it really is. That's fair. 
This resulted in the drowning of three victims oh. and the critical injury of seven or more. Mm-hmm. Local fire but again, chief. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blame those people because no. that I could see that. Feel, I could see that kicking I in. I could see me doing that. Yeah. I could see me taking a shot. And be like, hey, there's a light right there. I can fucking see it. Like I'm I can gonna, get there. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. Yeah. Yeah. And and after like an hour of terror. Yeah. 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 Like you're just ready for it to be over. Local fire chief later remarked that he had pulled close to a hundred people out of the water. So good. Oh my god. So they were on standby and like So local emergency services were Local emergency like everybody knew that this was happening, including the captain. Yeah. The captain was just denying right. the reality Everyone of else what was, was ready and doing their part. Yes. Yeah, it was just oh dipshit. The first uh, lifeboats arrived on Giglio at eleven fifteen. At 11.19, Shatino, excuse me, Shatino. <laughs> you said it twice. Yes, well, she put that in there. So nice you said it twice. Yes, along with his second-in-command, abandoned their posts. The captain later claimed that due to the severe list of the ship, he had fallen into the lifeboat. <laughs> but it should be noted that he made zero effort to get back onto the Concordia after his fall. By 11.30, Shatino was safe on the on an island, and the Concordia had reached a list wherein launching lifeboats from the port side of the ship was impossible. I'm sorry. And what she doesn't put in here, because mm-hmm. I was looking for this, uh-huh. he changes into a suit before this happens, because he didn't want anybody to know... That he was the captain. He went incognito. His whole plan his plan the whole time was how can i get out of this run away no his plan the whole time was how can i get out of this what a fucking asshole i haven't seen it so far so i'm just gonna go and we'll we'll put it out there he had already crashed two ships before this neither of them resulted in deaths well thankfully okay but so his average was like 11 (laughs) i'm talking about somebody who you know Drives, drives for a lack of a better term, which I can't mm-hmm. think of. Steers mm-hmm. cruise ships. If you crash one, uh, uh, I'm like okay. Mechanical issues, navigational. I'm issues, like okay. Something. Well, you have to go through all this other training, right, right, right. Again, mm-hmm. and this extra training, mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe yeah. we'll put you back on mm-hmm. a ship, but with somebody supervising you the whole time. Mm-hmm. And three. if you and if you do it again, three, three, it's like there. It's like it's like that's where like the list of like there is no third chance. Like there is no spoon. Just like in the Matrix. It. Like <laughs> there there is no third chance to potentially crash. Think of it. A fucking. Think of it this way: with three crashes, he averaged eleven point three deaths per crash. Uh, yeah, I don't want to think about that way. Um, but yes, this man. This person, mm-hmm. uh, barely a human being, I'm going to put at this point. Um, well, barely a properly mentally functioning human being. Apparently. I mean, if this was uh, Donald Trump Jr. steering this, like I would completely expect all of this. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, of course, well, like, like I could have, I could have written it. Donald yes, Trump like Jr. I could have written it before it happened. Like he's going to crash a ship for the third time uh, because somebody was on board that he was distracted by. 
that he led on board, and he's doing coke and who knows what in between. And the ship crashes, and he abandons ship in in his suit. I'd be like, yes, that's I that makes sense. I gotta say, the I fell into the lifeboat. That's after, pretty good. After eating dinner and dressing in a that's suit, pretty good. That's pretty good. It's funny how coincidental that is. You know, just yeah. So by this time, the Italian Coast Guard, along with the Italian Navy and Air Force, yep, had scrambled helicopters, and these were used all night to ferry passengers who hadn't made it into a lifeboat okay. back and forth. So they and this is going on rescue mission. And, well, and there's a total of 4,000 people. And there are also, um, in the documentary that I watched, mm-hmm. the first one, there are also regular ships like, hey, we just need to ferrying get... people. Yeah. It's it was an all hands, all hands on, on fucking back. deck yeah. situation. I'm sure the alert. This is 2012. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that signal went out to every fucking ship within 500 miles of so this. So this is a the know. true heroes are everybody are just and rescue pe- services and every normal person yep. within that and area plus and the people on the ship themselves. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, just you know, knowing to do the right thing. Yep. We're and gonna that fucking guy who was insubordinate. Yeah. Who he literally knew. performed a it's mutiny. Like he knew. Probably saved lives. Yep. Who oh, knows how many for lives sure. by I, a mutiny. I do believe he dies later. Anyway. In this? I believe Ugh. he does. I believe he's one of the 34. Oh. Um, what a hero. Jesus. So, by this mm. time, due to the list of the ship and taking on water, the list was approaching 70 degrees. No, 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 no. So, it's, this thing is... It's almost this thing completely is over. Si- well, almost like in this picture, sideways. The window for launching ships, due to the lists from the starboard side, was closing. Yeah. So it's either you're getting out now or you're not getting out. Yes. While launching lifeboats from the port side was not an option, passengers were still on the ship. Pa- passengers who were still on the ship yeah. climbed up to the port side of the ship. Wow. As a majority of the starboard side was now underwater. So they're like climbing. Because mm-hmm. now everything is turning upside down. I know so what you see in Titanic yeah, at the very end. Yeah. Very much so. I mean, you've got to get to the part where you have leverage. Like you're trying to stay above water, basically, yes. at this point. Yeah. Infrared camera footage shows that passengers left on the ship were using a rope ladder to climb down the side of the ship to, into rescue boats. Wow, it says, okay. See photo three. Oh, Here is the. Here's the other photo I have. I've got I'm a sorry. couple. Here it is. But it's hard to see. I think that's the infrared. Oh, and that's wow. The, okay, yes. yeah, that's the ladder. And that's the, yep. Jeez. And then oh, there's a there's the root. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the geography corner mm-hmm. there. Wow. Yeah, I mean, this is just a... We're not even close to done with this yet. Oh, my God. Do we need to make this a two-part? No, but I'm just saying. Because we're like in a... an hour 34 minutes. Oh, wow. Are we really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I did not expect this to go this long, but anyway. I know, this is wild. Yes. So, at this point, or, uh, yes, at one point, although I could not find the exact timing that this phone call occurred, Captain Chitino was put on the phone with Captain Gregorio DeFalco of the Italian Coast Guard. This phone call occurred after the captain had gotten off the ship, oh and Captain DeFalco was understandably harsh with Chitino. He was like, the fuck are you doing, asshole? Some of the highlights from this conversation are as follows. Oh, nice. Coast Guard. Quote, listen, Shatino, there are people trapped on board. Now you go with your lifeboat. Under the bow of the ship, on the right side, there is a ladder. You climb on that ladder and go on board the ship. 
Go on board the ship and be- oh, nice. get back to me and tell me how many people are there. Is that clear? I am recording this conversation, Captain Shatina. Damn straight. So wait, let me get this straight. This Coast Guard is like, he sees, motherfucker. He can see the whole fucking thing. You get back on that <laughs> ship. Yes. Do you fucking hear me? The yeah. fuck is your problem? Yeah. You get back on that ship. You climb up that ladder. Lest I remind you, you you're the me. captain. Yep. And this is, yeah. Shatino then tries to communicate that he is on the island and coordinating the rescue, oh, which he's not look, doing. Look, I'm just back on, on shore, and I'm like, so I'm completely coordinating this rescue. The Coast Guard responded that he should be coordinating the rescue from the, the ship, ship, and that the captain was to return to the ship using the evacuation ladder and advise the Coast Guard of the number of people left on board. Oh my god. He's like, get back in that? In that lifeboat, you go back to the ship, you climb up that ladder, and you tell me how many fucking people are on board. Do you understand me? Yeah. The Coast Guard then said, quote, Listen, Shatino, perhaps you have saved yourself from the sea, but I will make you look very bad. I will Damn make straight. you pay for this. Damn, Damn it. Straight. Go back on board. That's right. Unquote. That is fucking right. The Coast Guard advised Shatino that there were already bodies he had seen. And when Shatino said, do you know it's dark and we can't see anything? Quote, unquote. The Coast Guard replied, quote, so what do you want to do? To go home, Shatino? It's dark and you want to go home. <laughs> it's dark go to the go bow of the body. ship where the ladder is and tell me what needs to be done Jesus and Christ. how many people there are and what they need. Now. Jesus Christ. Shatino did not respond. He just fucking ghosted the Coast Guard. The Ghost Guard. Oh my god. This man has no spine. By 1.04 a.m. Remember, now we're about three and a half, close to four hours into this incident. An Air Force officer was lowered to the ship and reported that there appeared to be approximately 100 people left on board. Oh my god, still 100 people! Mayor of Giglio, Mario Pellegrini... Mario Pellegrini. That should be the mayor of... Pellegrini, Mario Pellegrini. That should be the mayor of somewhere in Italy. Yes, absolutely. Actually, it should be the name of the mayor in like 10 different places. Manda, manda. Means eat. So he had gone on board... The, this is the fucking mayor the of the mayor of this island is like I will fix this. Had gone on board to help assist with the rescue oh my God. and commended the one ship's officer that he had seen on board, the ship doctor Simone Canessa, stating later that she had worked or that they had worked shoulder to shoulder until approximately quarter to five a.m. Oh when the rescue was marked as complete in the port of Livorno's harbor master log. So literally, everyone was more courageous on this boat than the captain. Yes. At this time, there were still 32 people unaccounted for. <sighs> the rescuers worked through January 14th. Now we're oh talking my God. two days later. To try and see if they could find the missing passengers. They did, however, have, have to pay careful attention to the stability of the ship itself. Yeah, they had to be careful. As it was perched very perca- precariously on the seafloor. Sea photo four. Oh, yep, yep, yep. So I think that's that right there. Okay. Yes. Oh, no, 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 here. That? Oh, yes, okay, mm. yep. It's, like, basically nestled onto a rock ledge. Ooh, so it's very unstable. Three passengers were known to be deceased, and 32 passengers and crew swam, yeah. members were still account- unaccounted for. 
Through the day, they found three people still alive in the ship. Oh, my God. One was the ship's purser who had suffered a broken leg and couldn't get away from where they were trapped. The other two were found, uh, and this is in parentheses, and this is so unbelievable that I verified it with three different websites. Wow. uh, Where a newlywed Korean couple, both aged 29, on their honeymoon, they had slept through the capsizing and had woken (gasps) up the next day only to be unable to open their door. Holy shit, so they're stuck in their fucking cabin. Since their cabin was two decks above where the water line was, both were in fine health. So they were were just kind of like, they were just kind of like, well, this kind of sucks but we're still fine that's wild <laughs> that's wild i'm glad they were okay and we're probably spared a lot of trauma other than the being trapped in their room for a couple days yeah. without knowing what the fuck was going on they must on. have fucking hit it hard that day to like to like sleep through all that <laughs> shit <laughs> you know what i mean you know what sometimes <laughs> sometimes drinking is not such a bad idea <laughs> In the, Apparently. In, in this one instance. In this one instance. For sure. <laughs> I mean, I've gotten... I, I'm sure I would have woken up through this, and there's not a whole lot that could wake me up. But, yeah. <laughs> so, sometimes it's good to get hammered on your honeymoon. <laughs> if you find yourself on an Italian cruise with an asshole captain who's about to sink the ship just one day just get fucking loaded be on the correct side of the ship (laughs) yes well you can't lock your door you just have to get loaded and then you know case what will be will be (laughs) yeah that's the best you can so the final death toll ended up being 32 people which were 27 passengers which is horrible that is a lot of passengers and five crew members Twelve of the bodies were found in an elevator that had stopped functioning when the electricity oh, was cut no. off. No, so they were in the causing whole them to time. become trapped. Okay, so not to dwell on that, but that's that's horrible. Horrible. So they were in there the whole yep. time. Trapped. They never got out, and then they drowned. And drowned. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's hideous. That's, that is hideous. That's hideous. The final remains were not found until the ship was uprighted to be moved on the 3rd of November 2014 is when the last body was found. It's like a year and a half later. It's almost two years later. Yeah. The aftermath of the sinking was twofold. The legal fallout and the question of what to do with the boat lying in shallow waters off the coast of Giglio. We'll We'll cover the legal fallout first. In the afternoon of the 14th, Shatino and his first officer who had fallen into the lifeboat, quote unquote... (laughs) With him were detained by Italian prosecutors who were looking at charging with the two with manslaughter for leaving yeah. the ship while there were still more than 300 people on board. Oh, okay. So there is like a tipping... Well, mm. That's a terrible term to use. But there's yes. a, There's a, a threshold. Yes. Of So it, it is actually a legal mandate for a captain to be responsible I for the ship. I would think so. That's, yeah. That makes sense. I always thought it was yeah. more of like an ethical thing, but... No, I think it's... I, uh, that's, that's not bad that it's a legal thing. So, um, Shatino was in jail from the 14th of January to the 17th of January and was after placed on house arrest until, okay. the, until later that year in July. After the investigation of the incident, done by the Italian Marine Casualty Investigation Central Board, okay. uh, in Italian, this is in uh, <laughs> go for it. This is in parentheses. <laughs> oh my God! Um, <laughs> Would you like me to try it? Let me see. Let me try okay, it first. Go go go. Commissione 
Centrale de Indenia Sui Sinistri Matrini, or the CCI SM. All right, let's see how I can do after three beers. At the top. Commissione Centrale di Indigini Sui Sinistri Maritini. Much better. Bam. Yes. Apparently, I can speak Italian when drunk. So on the 20th of July, 2013, five people were found guilty of manslaughter, negligence, and wrecking. Wrecking? The- That's interesting. I-, I guess kind of like negligence leading to a Sure, to wreck? a wreck. Yeah. yeah. These were uh, Roberto Ferrini. Fer- Ferrarini. 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 He was the crisis director of Costa Cruz Lines. Oh, the, the fucking crisis line, yeah. He was sentenced to two years and ten <gasps> months. Oh, wow. He was not on the ship, but was convicted on the grounds that he understood the magnitude of the disaster oh. and delayed the proper response. So he could have dispatched emergency services, basically, and he didn't, yeah. Manrico Gemperdoni. Jem- <laughs> Gerard Depardo? Sure. <laughs> Gerard Depardo. I said Gerard Depardo. <laughs> Either one. It all works. He was the cabin service director. He was sentenced to two and a half years. First officer, Sierra Ambrosio. Okay. Helmsman, Jacob, Jacob Rusley Bin. And third officer, Sylvia Karanica. Uh, Karanica. All received sentences between one and two years. Okay. Shatino was tried in a separate trial. He should be. So. Like, this is the guy who needs to get nailed. Yes, these the the people she had just mentioned. Uh-huh. They all took plea deals. Oh, okay. So that's why they ended up with one and two. Shatino tried mm-hmm. to take a plea deal, but was literally denied. They're they like, were like, uh-uh. they're like, you were the captain of the ship, and we have you literally recorded as saying, yes. "Fuck everybody on this ship." Yeah, like there is no plea deal uh-uh. for you. Like you no, are, we are the, going to bury yeah. you. So he was tried in a separate trial. He looked to have a plea bargain, but this was rejected, just as I as just it said. Be. His trial was in October of 2013. His mistress, uh, uh, Dom- Dominica or Dominica, Dom- Dominica, Samorton, <laughs> you're trying a new new pronunciation. Testified and admitted that they were lovers. Of Fer- course. Ferrarini testified in the court that Shatino had asked him to tell maritime authorities that the collision was due to a blackout and that he had objected. Ugh. Passengers testified if they had obeyed the return to your cabins, yeah, quote-unquote right. announce- announcement, they would have drowned. So he could have killed everybody if they hadn't thought better of it. In February 2015, Shatino was convicted and sentenced to yeah. 16 years in prison. Okay. He's currently serving his sentence in... Oh, my God. Rabibia <laughs> prison in Rome. Rabibia? <laughs> that's that's what it says. Rabibia. Sure. Rabibia. Yeah, that's. Wait, it. is it Ia? Yeah. yeah. Rabibia. Prison. I don't know if they roll their R's in, in Rome. <laughs> yeah, sure. Arrivederci. Yes, they do. Rabibia. Costa Cruise Lines offered each uninjured passenger compensation payments mm. of eleven thousand euros. That's... Or 12,400 US okay. dollars per person, as well as reimbursement of travel costs. Okay. Cruise liners insurance paid paid out over a billion for claims as made as should. a result of this accident. Mm-hmm. So it, lo- it sounds like everybody got a good payday, which they deserved, because they need to pay for all the therapy. Yes. Which, Ugh. let's face it, $12,000 is not going to cover. No, but, but a billion in claims for travel insurance yeah, might help a yeah. little. So it's... Oh, my God. Not to mention that they'll never be on a ship again. So this is, uh, and I'm, 
I, I just perused a little bit more. This is one thing she did not get into financially. Okay. So the cost of the ship to build mm-hmm. was, I believe, like $560 million. Jeez. So let's just, for easy math, okay. $600 million it cost just to build the ship. Yeah. That's not... And that was in 06, so it was like 05, a, 05, 06. Okay, so it was like a seven-year-old ship mm-hmm. and six, seven-year-old ship. So we're about to get into the part where they have to take it apart, oh, literally, because it's, it. yes, because it's literally just... It's the picture of them writing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had to at least sell it for scrap and shit, right? Well, that's what they're doing. The cost of that... Was, of writing it? ...was $2 billion. It cost two billion dollars. It cost them. It cost yes. It cost them. What is that? That's it cost them four times as much to take it apart as it did to build. Jesus Christ. So, well, the wreck of the yeah. So the wreck of the Casa Concordia stayed lying on the starboard side off the coast of the island of Giglio for a year and a half. Wow. The fuel was removed, and once the gas from the rocks. Yep. Once the gas from the rocks had been fixed, a horizontal platform was built below the ship. Mm. Airtight tanks called sponsons had been attached to the port side of the hull. That's basically just okay. to make sure it stays Boy. level. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the ship was then winched vertical and onto the platform. What sponsons a, were a then attached thing. to the starboard side, and then the underwater platform was removed. So now that they've got it, yeah. Now it's safe for people to go on board and literally just mine it for all it, yeah. literally mine it for all it's worth i don't blame the cruise line for no. doing that because that's well your best chance at recovering on, anything. T- on top of the fact it's just gonna sit there anyway mm-hmm. and you need like, to get it out of the water yes. it can't just sit there in shallow no. water and shit will like grow a on it and is one thing on yeah. like at the depths of the sea yeah this in is literally shallow water no 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 not even in shallow water. It's barely. It's like it's basically inland. on land. Yeah. It's just sitting there. Yeah. You know, and it's not like it's like oh, like it's like a you know pontoon boat. <laughs> it's a fucking. It's a goddamn. It's a fucking carnival cruise line. That's Jesus. just like you can't just mm. literally just can't. It would be mm. irresponsible to not take it apart. I don't blame Costa for taking it apart. My, I blame them for keeping wrecking this it captain. in the first. Yes, wrecking it in the first place. But the. the Lessons, life, life lessons. Like, don't hire a captain that has already Who has crashed ship twice. two ships, just in case it's going to cost you three times down the road to take apart the same ship that you had and to build. Promote the guy who mutinied. Yeah, <laughs> because that guy saved. Well, you know what? The, a lot of passengers save their own lives by not paying attention to the go back to your cabin. Yeah, you know. Oh God. So this procedure, so getting it, yeah. we're at the end, just getting it all set to, uh-huh. so that uh-huh. took 19 hours to complete. Jeez. The ship was then towed to an Italian port in Genoa where it was scrapped. So that's where they... So it's just scrapped. Chip. I mean, think about all... Waste yard. You're taking down chandeliers. You're taking out Whatever dishes. Whatever you can for You're a taking buck. out electrical. Yeah. You're taking out... We got some copper wire. Anybody yep. want some copper wire? I mean, you're... Selling it for X dollars a and, yard. And the thing she doesn't have in here, and I, I know from watching the two... Uh-huh. Do- it, that took two years to do. And you're, you know... It you're, had to have been worth it. And to... you know you're doing that with a 24-7 crew. You're like, you're the daytime crew to take down the chandelier. You're the... the you know, well, because this ship is huge. Yeah, it's fucking gigantic. So yeah, and I, I'm hoping the people that took this thing apart were paid well. I'm 
I'm hoping they were. They should have been. <laughs> because the money you're going to get on the backside, because all the I, shit. No, I, I'm with you. I'm just saying. Probably not. This is the same cruise line that hired yeah. this captain. Yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah, to take it apart took two years. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, during this process, two salvage workers died and while working oh on the sa- while working on the salvage. So basically, two more people. Yep. One was due to un- uh, complications unrelated to the salvage work, and mm. one Spanish diver who cut himself while ten feet underwater working, who bled to death. Oh my God, that's horrible! How? Did that? That's what? And that, my friends, <gasps> was the disaster of the Costa Concordia. Excellent. That's wild. Well done, Bethany. Yes. Oh my god, I did not know that. That's shit. what I said when I per- perused this. Like Ooh. she had all the, you know, not fun stuff. I don't mean it in that no, sense. No, no, no. I know what you mean. Hit the points. Yes. Yeah. I do remember when it happened, and I remember I slightly something do. about the captain. I just, but that's it. I just remember it being up on shore, and like the pictures of it that you were seeing on like CNN and mm-hmm. shit like that. That this thing was just literally just sitting there. Okay. Well, I retract my Dale Earnhardt comment, and I instead apply the fuck whatever to fuck Shatino. Yes. Who is currently in jail? Think, I mean, that's great. One of the few I stories. I don't think that that's bad. One of the few stories we've done. Where, and you know what? And now I'm trying to think: Have we done any story where like the person like most in charge, like is sitting in a prison right now? So I have to say, I I also kind of feel like 16 years is roughly correct. That's correct. Because he didn't literally deliberately murder people. He was a coward. He was negligent. He was well. He was fucking unethical, is what he was. was Right? Yes, Uh, negligent. And that feels like a roughly correct yeah. sentence for that. It's a, it's essentially it's a it's 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 a generation. If, like for a generation, yeah. you're gonna go away. If and they wanted it to be worse, they could have put him in an American prison. But you uh, yeah, know. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> a but, for-profit prison. But I mean, I I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, the, I, I was just the, gonna say I was. He gonna, had so many opportunities to do something right. I was just gonna didn't. say, how could you live with yourself? But then again, he did these things, so I guess living with himself isn't that hard. I don't think so. So he's got something off. Something's not okay with his yeah thinking. So, well, or at the very least, like he wasn't built to be a captain. Like there's a lot of responsibility in that ship. He wasn't built. Shit. <laughs> wasn't built to be... I literally meant to say shit, and I he, said ship. He wasn't mm-hmm. built to be, like, a youth soccer referee. <laughs> That's fair. Much less the fucking captain of a goddamn... He was meant to be, City block-sized like cruise ship. Somebody with no responsibility, but that's not what he right. knows. Right, like, you know? he should have been like me. Like, well, like playing PlayStation like 5. like, any number of people. Yes. Like, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay if you're not cool with yeah. responsibility. See, while I'm playing PlayStation 5, I'm not driving buses or flying planes, and, like, see, ev- and everybody is, is fine. The thing is, I still feel like if you were on that cruise, you would have done whatever you could to help however many people you could. Yes, of course. And that, Th- this guy, this guy, this guy like, that. no, that didn't even enter his mind. So you're, and yet he was a captain. <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah. Um, To switch gears. Sure. May I read an email? You, you may. Because I said I would. So, I, we, we had no intention of, of this being a mega so. Oh, this but is going to be a two hour long episode. Yeah, yeah this it, is it, almost it, as long as our Woodstock episode. Yeah. Woodstock 99 episode. So I did want to follow up on this because, um... So we have had um, a couple listeners lately 
like oh, yeah. I'm so yep. I'm sure so like so many people period let alone I'm sure so many of our listeners just because of how things are have had some like financial slash personal crises come up mm-hmm, that have needed financial support and just again to reiterate we are 100% behind you if you need help mm-hmm. please reach out to us we will do whatever we can um and one of these people was Cassie, who mm-hmm. now I'm I'm mentioning Cassie because they specifically wrote to us and uh, seemed to indicate that it was okay for us to read this. Okay. So um, Cassie met us, or you know, like uh, started listening to us through Abby. Sure. Um, I I feel like friend of the pod is inadequate. Like our yacht club captain. Yes, captain captain of the pod. <laughs> Um, and had an issue recently where her living situation with Cassie, not mm-hmm. Abby, where her, her living situation was not tenable anymore and need, like was basically starting over with nothing and needed some help. And we shared that and boosted that on social media. And you guys are amazing for and, stepping and, up on and that we got stuff. Her some help. Yes. And, and we so appreciate that. If you ever are like, Oh, do you guys have a Patreon or whatever? No, we don't. Just please, if you have you extra have, money. Yeah. You guys have a Patreon. Exactly. If you need us. Yes, exactly. We're here if you need us. Or, you know, if there's a charity or something that you want to donate to or just whatever. But, uh, so this is from Cassie uh, about that situation. So uh, Cassie goes by she, they. And they said, Hello. My name is Cassie. I'm a queer, autistic, disabled person. (laughs) Then in parentheses, and I love this, I feel David will get a kick out of that many descriptors. She was she was not wrong. Quote <laughs> Gen Z in there need to label everything. Shakes fists at the kids on the front yard. <laughs> You're the grumpy old man of the pod. I, guess, I love I guess that. So. But they're fun to me. <laughs> wow, words that describe me. <laughs> I've been a fan since I started listening to you at Abby's suggestion a few months back. I'm halfway through your episodes in 2020, so I'm not cut up yet, caught up yet, but uh, if you end up wanting to share this on the podcast or talk about me at all on my situation, I'll try and tune in on your new episodes. I will let you know about that, Cassie. I just like to listen in order. That's that's sure. very dedicated to those who are willing yes. to listen to 248 yes. fucking episodes. I have not listened to our, all our episodes, so there we go. I would literally not suggest that mm-hmm. to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Abby reached out on my behalf about my housing situation last week and I wanted to tell you a little more. I recently escaped a cult with the help of my partner, Matt. Jesus. I know. Unfortunately, this has led to a few large transitions in my life and while we are still married, I need to separate from him. He didn't do anything wrong, but now I basically have to start over. I really just need, like, some bean bags or something to sit on and kitchen supplies and food. I have an air mattress and a microwave and an, apart- an apartment. My aunt has one Matt and I were planning on moving into shortly anyway, and she's letting me pay whatever I can. The money that other listeners sent me has been super helpful in getting stuff together that I need. 
When I listen to your podcast, I usually do it while I'm working and I feel like I'm hanging out with a couple of friends. I don't always understand what you mean. Hey, neither do we. Uh, Some things go over my head. Same. But I always feel more relaxed and like I've just hung out with close friends every time I listen. Thank you for being my friends. Cassie. Oh, thank you very much. And that's That's so sweet. That's very sweet. That's so sweet. That's so sweet, Cassie. And also just I wanted to read that because it's like our listeners Mm -hmm. are the ones who made that happen. Yes. So that's just we have a lovely community of really wonderful people. And I just wanted to make sure that you all knew that we love that you're wonderful people. And we hope you've hung in for two hours. Oh, my God. Just to hear that. Oh, Which we didn't. (laughs) I knew this would be it. I was like, like, this is going to be like hour 15, hour and a half. I was like, this is not going to be a quick episode because there's a lot of moving parts. And we kind of got into it right away, too. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) So we are at... Oh, just crossed two the two-hour hour boundary. But with editing, it'll be a little less. It will be. But um, but yes, thank you very much for. What what I guess helping what, helping out Cassie. Yes, and I guess what I'm trying to say is like, this episode we had a listener, an amazing listener script. First of all, they're all yes, amazing. They are. This was also no exception. An amazing uh, listener script. Thank you so much, Bethany. That was fabulous. Of an amazing topic. And then amazing people being amazingly generous because that's just... The thing is, we don't have a ton of people who listen to us compared to other podcasts, right? No. But that's because we have, like, the little tiny gem audience of wonderful people. And there aren't that many out there. We could have a bunch of assholes listening to us, but they just leave one-star reviews and never listen to us again, thank fucking God. (laughs) So everybody else, the loyals who hang in, Mm -hmm. are those special people who are just good. Yes. Like, we have good people. Yes, we do. And they are somehow listening to us. And we know there's more of you. (laughs) Like it, it, honest to God, it, it, it does give me like a little bit of hope. In I know humanity. It's like I know, right? It's like we have this little small community. It's like, but I know it's not just you. Like there are other, you know, there are other good people out there yeah, too. Yeah, so that listen to other independently mm-hmm. produced podcasts, or where, aren't just po- just aren't podcast people. Yeah. but yes, and that 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 is true too. Is that there's a there are the people who will say "fuck you, Captain," not Abby. The other Shatino. Yes. Shatino. <laughs> Not Captain Abby. Shit. Captain Abby. Shit. If Captain Tino. Abby was in charge of that fucking Well, ship, it never would have wrecked in the first that's place. That's exactly right. Yes. That is exactly right. Abby would have known better, but... It's like, I'm not doing a fucking salute to the... Give a fuck. <laughs> in shallow waters? <laughs> like, the fuck are you talking about? Abby would have known better. Like we're going on to the next destination. Abby would have done better, but... And, and, but what I'm saying is everybody... Who listens and who is loyal is like one of those people who would say, so fuck Chitino and what he's telling us. Like, I'm telling you, uh, we're going to live Shit, shit now. just got and, real. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this and is here's how we need gonna, to deal with it. I'm going to mutiny because I'm going to save you and I don't care about the consequences. Yeah. We have good people. Yeah. That would have been like anybody people. listening to this. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... That was the Costume Cordia. Thank you, Bethany. Yes, that was excellent. It was very good. 
And and so funny that uh, Bethany sent us the script, and then you were like, oh, I think we should do the Caustic and Cardia. And I'm like, I didn't know well. we had it. Yes. <laughs> I did not. This... The, Originally, my mind just to take people like I uh, was. I wanted to do this for our two hundred fiftieth. But can you imagine how long it would have been if we had done this I live? Know. It would have been like three hours long. Eh, just, just like the Batman. <laughs> yeah, nobody needs to see Edward Cullen for three hours. I'm well, you sorry. barely see him. That's the thing. And and I I want to uh, say to anybody who has not seen that movie, I thought it was fucking excellent. I really thought it was. It, it was for the time and this and that. But anyway. Go see the Batman. And Rachel will close us out. So that was the story of the Costa Concordia. Thank you, Bethany. This has been another episode of All Bad Things. I'm Rachel. I'm David. We'll see you next week. <laughs>